Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to Breakout, episode number 104 for Wednesday, September 27th, 2023. My name is Marty Sleva, once again joined by Casey Wosu and Frost. How are you guys doing? Doing all right. I'm summoning fall. Is uh, Yeah. <laughs> it's my ritual here because we are... We're fine getting into the 60s, nice mm-hmm. chill, but now we're in the 90s. I'm like, all right, enough of this. That's under, that shouldn't crack out the voodoo. Yeah, so my get up here. This is what I used to wear when I worked in the war- in the warehouses. I sure. was like, yeah, I'm, I'm summoning it full. Yeah. It's a, Does it's it have minor, to be a bigger hat in room. order to fit over a hood? I op- I did open it up by like one notch. Mm, yeah, A Von Dutch trucker hat. Sure does. They're, ver- they're very versatile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those used to be the uh, rage. Oh, yeah, still are. I'm, bring, I'm bringing sexy back. You should put. You should get one <laughs> yeah. with your actual face on it, like your literal human face. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, welcome, everyone. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, Nick uh, is is sadly under the weather. Um, he's back from Iceland, though. Um, you'll see him on streams at some point, probably again. <laughs> Seems safe to say, <laughs> we right? We can only hope. My money's on he'll be on a stream again. Uh, but uh, Frost was kind enough uh, to join us again. We have a we have a great show for you today. Uh, our main topic, we're going to be sort of just, well, in theory, when we made this run of show, there wasn't any big news. And then a lot of big news happened in the last couple minutes. <laughs> but in theory, our main topic is just going to sort of just be a, a, a little chat about difficulty, not in the let's poke the hornet's nest kind of thing, but... You know, we've all been playing games, some of them that deal with difficulty in interesting ways. For us, you've been playing Celeste, which is a game that I think uh, handles its difficulty in interesting ways. Casey obviously just got through the lies of key mines. Uh, for us, you as well. Uh, I play all of my games on easy because I don't need that kind of stress in my life because life is stressful enough. Uh, and so we could just uh, we could just sort of uh, have, have a little philosophical debate about that. Um, and then, uh, yeah, like I mentioned, some, some newsy bits uh, just dropped, including... The stealth drop of Counter Strike Two, mm. uh, the 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 president and CEO of Tony of Sony announcing his uh, retirement in March, um, and through Airbnb you can rent Shrek Swamp for a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and this was the main thing I wanted to talk about today, Chat. We're gonna get to your super chats, which we appreciate. We're gonna get to the game stuff, but Chat, you can rent Shrek Swamp, which is apparently in like Scotland. Did you guys know this? Yeah, it, I mean, it makes sense with his accent. No, yeah, well, that was that I was the accent that Mike Myers. I always thought it took place in like Arkansas. <laughs> well, it doesn't take place on Earth, right? Like they're in like fairy tale land. Is it not? No, I thought it was just Europe. Yeah, fairy tale like land. <laughs> Chat is Shrek on Earth. Yeah, or nay. Um. But Frost, you're a big you're 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 a big Shrek head. You're probably the number one. You're like a resident Shreky. Um, Is that what they would call you, Shrekies? Shrekies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, would absolutely. you stay in the Shrek Airbnb? And what if you would? What would you want? Like, would you want it to be like a rager with pals? Would you want it to be like intimate no, with a partner? What? Would you want to go there alone and be like, I'm going to write the next great American novel by myself in the Shrek swamp? Int intimate, yeah, it's like you said, it's the end of Shrek One, bro. Intimate, into can't speak. God, there goes the stroke. Intimate with your significant other because it is it is sad, oh, lonely hour at the start mm-hmm. of that. So by the end of it, it's like all right, it's just you and the person that you care about, but d- no ragers St- in the spirit of Shrek. No ragers. Get out. Maybe like, one rager just so I can throw everyone out. Shrek's just for, swap for canon. was the hangout spot though. 
Like they made it, it though against his will in that sort of like that get out, change, you know, get that away from my shop. The fact that all the coolest magical creatures <laughs> like knew where to be at. <laughs> it was like that house in college that was like always the party house, and you're like, yeah. how does anyone live here? Like, what is this place like at like noon? <laughs> but nobody was. They weren't there willingly. They got thrown out because of Lord Farquaad. He hoofed and he puffed and he signed an eviction notice. Like the some of the best experiences I've had is when I'm in what feels like a trapped space with a bunch of other people. All right, this is not, I did not expect this on Casey's bingo card. It's about what? me. When I used, uh, when I used to work in a call center, like I had some of the best colleagues because we were all like, this really effing sucks. Collectively. Oh, uh, and it's like a, a misery loves company kind right. of thing. Like so we would do the dumbest right. shit on the job because that job was terrible. Yeah, but you go in here willingly, you know? I'm not really want to do that, but do you know who I, uh, you know who I feel bad for? I feel bad for the cleaning service that has to turn over the place between every guest. Cause you know, the freakiest of the dicky shit is going on. There. Oh, yeah. And oh, that yeah. is going to be like so weird cleaning up yeah. some yeah. alien crime scenes. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're always they're, they're playing in there. Paint. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be so strange. So many tufts of donkey fur. It's going to be, <laughs> It is gonna be wild. <laughs> the scalies um, might, might get it in uh, over there too. The yeah, you yeah. guys were talking about the scalies yeah. earlier. The don- uh, what would a donkey? Would, a, would someone dress as a donkey count as a furry? <laughs> yeah, they got fur. No, that's an donkeys have fur. So I thought they just had like hair. What is does, does a, horse, a horse? I thought a horse had hair, not fur. Because like they have like the manes and like hair and fur. What's the difference? There's no difference. The, I think there is a difference, but I I what guess it? I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't think there's a difference. Sound off and comments. different, yeah. There's any fur experts or hair experts, either ones. Um, sound off, sound off in the comments. Is there anywhere? Because they had this big uh, earlier this year. We had the big. I feel bad for anyone tuning in for the main topic, <laughs> but also like, what are you like? Oh, there's going to be a dis- video game difficulty. Get fucked. Yeah. Like, get filtered. No, no, no. Go, they, they get, get filtered. filtered no more. Get man. filtered. Get you got filtered. absolutely filtered. Um, because it was it earlier this year or last year or whatever they opened that like really fancy like five thousand dollar Star Wars hotel um, at Disney, and I believe they're already closing it because it's like no one wants to stay anywhere for five thousand dollars and have to like talk to people who are pretending to be like spaceship pilots. <laughs> like yeah, I, don't, I don't think I don't think Disney understands that the people who love you a, a lot of them are poor. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them are poor. You, yeah. you buy into the fantasy yeah. well, for five dollars, not for <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, not all that. Like, is there anyone like what would be if not Shrek, what would be like your dream fictional Airbnb? What could something put up and be like, okay, I'd spend like, I need to stay I'd spend this. a couple hundred dollars to do this. The Shire, bro. Absolute Hobbit. I want real, a right? Hobbit. Yeah, I, think, I feel like I've seen a story about that. It's real now. You know, I I would want to spend a night in Hey Arnold's room. That'd what? be pretty good. Like Hey Arnold's bedroom from the Nick show Hey Arnold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like with all like the the like the flipping bed and like the skylight. Mm-hmm. Like that would be dope mm-hmm. as hell. Yeah, but what if you woke up in the morning and you looked at the foot of your bed and there was a football headed boy there? <laughs> like how terrifying would that be? Yeah, I did. Well, I was thinking on these. I was like, I was like, Firelink Shrine would be cool. I was like, you're not lasting yeah. the night. <laughs> no, no, Majula, you could last a while. Yeah, like as long as you don't sleepwalk into that giant hole, you'll be fine. No, we'll put that there. Just out here looking for the busted for a piss. Fell in the hole. Yeah, Majula, Majula could be good. I feel like a lot of Nintendo places seem nice. 
like uh, yeah. like an Animal Crossing island. I asked I think that's Those houses would be so I boring. You thinking you out well, here make trying to boring? be in Hey Arnold's Hey Arnold's room <laughs> from like the nineties? He ain't got good stuff in there. He he the does. He got hella comic books. You just want to go on the roof. Cause that's what I liked it for. I was like, yeah. oh, cool. he's got like the sky roof and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I, roof would I, be good. I, 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 just, want to, I just want a remote question. control for my bed. <laughs> oh, we can hook that up right now, brother. Uh, I asked my girlfriend this, and she said Stonehenge. I was like, that's real. That's what, you just go there. You could go yeah. there and then like sneak around and sleep there at night. Yeah, and then she said Camelot, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna fuck with her. And I was like, that's real too. You just don't think England's real. <laughs> She's like, what? It's so nice. Yeah, so she's downstairs being gaslit, head spinning. Hold on. Is, this, is, this is a healthy household. Is Camelot not real? It's yeah, not a real place. Real. No. no so I mean, real. it used to be, right? No? It's a burger place, I think. No. It's not. King Arthur wasn't real. King Arthur that was about wasn't magic. Real. I know they, I know they throw magic. literally fighting place. wizards. I know shit. they throw magic in those stories. Yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't yeah, mean it. I'm not like no, that, G, was Jesus real? <laughs> regardless, <laughs> he did magic. That's, deba- that's debatable. If you want to get into that, <laughs> we can talk about that. Fake or not, it's G- still was just Jesus England. a wizard? Fake or not, it's still just a castle in England. It's all just Game of Thrones, baby. So, yeah, exactly. So I was like, you, give me like Atlantis or something. Do you think you think those twelve men sat around a t- uh, table that was round? You think they were they were making round tables back then? Was, you know a- where the first round table came from? The pizza place that I've never been to. Round table. Yeah. Round table is such a waste of space because you're not doing anything with the center. Like uh, your position? No. That's oh. why you got it. You got to put a hibachi chef in there. This is a donut. Yeah, this is a donut table then. <laughs> and at the center of the hibachi chef is another table with yeah, another uh, hole in the bed. Yeah. Uh, every table is um, better with the hibachi chef. Exactly. Um, so. We had a couple big newsies. Oh, before we get to the newsies, though, uh, uh, Salem, Sorry. Legion, James, Nick, are you? Uh, Nick, you can't not do streams and then be in the chat. <laughs> He's on his deathbed. <laughs> but you can't. That's like being like, I'm too sick to go to school, and then like hanging out outside the window at school, like making goofs <laughs> to the people in class. <laughs> you can't do that. You gotta be um, in your bed watching Bill of Fortune. <laughs> get prices right on. See what Bob Barker's doing. Uh, watch that one episode where Jesse Pinkman wins. Uh, uh, James Legion Salem uh, Manal, welcome to Early Access. Thank you guys so much. Uh, Quintuple, $5 dono, all going towards the uh, late great Knicks uh, up, upcoming goal of playing spooky games uh, in October. Get those get those goals in. We're almost there. Yeah, he might play those games as a ghost. <laughs> he might play those games as a ghost. That would be that would be incredible. I don't even know. Will OBS be able to pick up a ghost? We'll see. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much, Quintuple Marty. Let me know what size you want your letter O jersey to be. In big basketball news, uh, uh, Dame Lillard, star player of the Portland Trailblazers, is now a Milwaukee Buck, which is very exciting. Didn't did the Bucks not just win a championship? Yeah, a couple of years ago. You're allowed to get new players when you get a championship. That's how you keep. I thought, I thought it was like like they were the most recent champions. No, no, was, I think it was two years ago because okay. uh, Denver, still, uh, Denver Nuggies won. Yeah. You gotta get better. <laughs> I mean, keep, that's what the NBA keep, is now, right? Just super teams. You gotta keep grinding. Team. Yeah, you just give money so that the cool people. Uh, everyone thought he was gonna be going to Miami, and then he went to Milwaukee. I'm like, that is a funny downgrade of cities. <laughs> that's someone who loves Milwaukee, but imagining your hooks up for Miami, like holy Moses. Uh, 
but uh, I'm very I'm very excited for that basketball. I, I'm not going to talk about basketball too much. Don't worry, but I'm going to talk about basketball a lot. Uh, and then Jacob Lester, been a member for 28 months in early access. Don't lie to us. Nick decided to stay in Iceland. I don't know that he's not in Iceland because I've only contacted him via Slack and a, uh, a phone or Slack audio. So I haven't seen his background. So who knows? Do we think he's still in Iceland? I think so. With the way he got, he, with the luck he has flying, there's a good chance he is still in Iceland. There's a, there's a good chance he got lost in Trek Swamp. Um, do you guys want to? You guys want to jump into some of this news? Uh, yeah, All sure. Right. Uh, luckily, luckily, the first bit uh, got uh, we got details on it, so it's not going to be just like left in limbo. But um, yeah, the news that just broke like an hour ago is that uh, Jim Ryan, the current president and CEO of PlayStation, uh, will be retiring as of March 2024, and uh, the company's current CEO and CFO, uh, Hiroki uh, Takoto, uh, said uh, he is going to be taking over as interim CEO while the succession plan is formulated. I like talking about succession plans now that uh, succession, I know about succession, because I assume it's just like that, that there's like one sick like sex pest in there, like Kieran Culkin <laughs> doing all sorts of stuff. That, yeah. That's only yeah. when it's a family affair. That is that is like, true. These yeah. are strangers and yeah. business professionals. You, you, yeah. yeah, you cannot just go jerking it on anyone's window. Yeah. It's got to be family. <laughs> that's your, your screw uh, up son. Exactly, your fail son. Um, so, yeah, the first... Um, you know, I, I feel like I've seen two reactions to this. One, oh my god, he's being forced out because Sony's not doing well. And two, being he's like 52, he's worked for Sony for 30 years, he's a millionaire. Doesn't retiring sound nice when you still have decades ahead of you? Um, so what do you uh, what, do, what do you guys kind of make of this? Or should his, I mean the ones before him were there for five years and six years and he also says he lives in Europe and just tired of commuting to America. I get yeah. that, bro. I've quit a job that I worked down the street. Like it was a not even a minute walk. It was right next door. Hey, like, this is living I'm in Europe, yeah. and it's a global studio. So you got to go to Tokyo all the time. You got to go yeah. to San Mateo. Those are so far away. That's just the world. Yeah, like, where do you work? The world. Like I, I think that might be the case that he's just tired of the job. Yeah, but like that, I, I have personally felt that Jim Ryan was the worst person they could have given this title to back when they like dismissed Sean Layden. They moved mm -hmm. uh, Shuhei Yoshida to like uh, indie uh, overhead stuff. Yeah. And then like Jim Ryan, who was kind of this, this jack off in Europe. Like, I don't think he, I don't think he was responsible he was a, for any, he was like, a, he, was really, a bean, he was a bean counter. He, yeah, was a money like, man. he wasn't responsible for like any, like, innovative or cool solutions that Sony yeah. had come up with over the years, but they gave him the keys to the kingdom. I was like, why the hell would you do that? And since then, yeah. like Sony has been pretty much the same. Like he didn't, he didn't change anything for the worse, but he did mm -hmm. not add anything to their equation. Yeah. He, uh, they were very profitable. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the PS4 under his reign and the PS5 did very well. Uh, he, you know, they they weathered COVID, which um, I guess any company that didn't tank during COVID, that's pretty impressive. But yeah, I completely agree. First off, he's not like charismatic or creative. And so a lot of his answers came off as like really shitty to people being like, why would you want to play old games when there's new games? We believe in generations and then clearly not believing in generations. Uh -huh. Remember, he's like, we believe in console generations. By the way, we none of our games have been exclusive yet. <laughs> They've just all been cross-gen. Um, 
And so, yeah, he seems very much like uh, he's he's a numbers guy and the numbers were going up and everyone was happy. Um, so the, the thought is like, are they going to bring in someone on the more creative side? Um, you know, they've had folks like uh, Harriman Hulst, who was the head of uh, Gorilla, who has been promoted to head of Worldwide Studios. And like, do you bring someone like that or is this job for a is this a bean counter job? Like, is this a job where if you're the money guy, that's what you do and then you let the creatives be the creatives you know he's hard to say because like, i think people are kind of like well phil spencer is over here and his he's so charismatic when he talks you know when, he, when he's the face i think people people think that um right. he's more like a dude charismatic in the I'd way have that, a beer with him <laughs> that's exactly the way that is exactly <laughs> that's the way. charisma I do, I do not think phil spencer would lead us into a two-decade war though <laughs> Do not. Oh, well, he's let us into a two-decade console war, so I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. And finally, he's like, maybe we didn't do the best. Uh, <laughs> Phil Spencer is in my head. He's just going to sound like Bush from now on. God dang it. Sorry. That's a hilarious I like the guy. idea of that, that. It's like that 9-11 thing of someone whispering into his ear. <laughs> but it's like Bloodborne 2 has been announced. Um, yeah, this is mostly like as, as, as just fans of games, you probably don't have too much to, to worry about. I don't think this is in response to, you know, the, the reports that there's been some, some trouble in the development of, you know, a lot of Sony had this initiative, which, which, uh, Ryan was behind of like, we want to get into the live service game and we have 12 of these in development, including Naughty Dog. And then you start hearing like Naughty Dog's like, well, this isn't going well. So (laughs) maybe we don't have one of these in development. Um, I don't think it is in response to that. I do think it is more. He probably doesn't want to do this anymore. And he because he'll make a lot of money just being on boards like whatever Reggie's doing now. Reggie's doing a bunch of shit, making a ton of money. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, no one knows what he's popping doing on anymore. podcasts every once in a while, like throw some strays. Oh, yeah, like I'm 28 and I, I get that. Yeah. Just in that sense of like, you got to travel and do all that. stuff. I was like, mm. so we anyway, got to get you on more boards. Yeah. What, what board would you want to be? What's your top three boards? Go. Top three boards. Oh uh, Ouija, number, easy, number one. Oh, sure. And no, charcu- I want to be in charge actually, of no, charcuterie. Charcuterie. Wait, are we ah. about ch- oh, man, if you don't want to talk about charcuterie, yeah. Charcuterie I we board. About Ouija boards. board, and then probably like just a wakeboard. Wakeboard's fine. A regular wakeboard? Yeah. Yeah. I don't Doesn't like paddle boards. I don't like standing paddle boards. That seems like so much work. I don't trust them. I like no. keeping my, my center of gravity low. Yeah. Yeah. I like spend, boarding spend in terms. Of, I like boarding in terms of like like when like pirates board another ship. That's always exciting. Yeah, I used to. Yeah, like force 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 boarding. <laughs> no, no. Darren Smith, welcome to early access. I apologize <laughs> for force boarding. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that the first thing I had this membership tier is force boarding. But you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm gonna like docking. That. I don't know what you mean. You guys know about docking. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but we'll have, we'll, have, we'll have more on this if anything comes out, you know, again. I mean, I don't we, want, we want to know who is going to be uh, running the show next, right? Yeah. But, uh, and whether they're going to go with someone Japanese or whether it's going to be someone European, American, like uh, if that person's going to have more of a creative background or more of a money background, I think that'll, you know, maybe say something about the direction of, of Sony. Well, if it's just an outsider, it's just some random, it's out of nowhere. <laughs> It's I don't know. God. I don't know what situation John that would come. Ricketel. Almost like Willy Wonka. That shit is. Like, yeah. What if it's Reggie? Oh, what? Oh, what? <laughs> oh my God! That'd be I would not feel that sense of like. I wouldn't say betrayal, maybe, but since the was it the the T-Mobile guy went to AT and T. 
Oh, that seems like that should be illegal. Like you just are taking the hell of secrets. That 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 was Verizon's fault. Verizon. Uh, I was working for Verizon during that whole kerfuffle. <laughs> was that the telemarketing job? No, no, no. That that oh, was a yeah. network job. My telemarketing job was before that. Okay. Uh, but it was like bad blood when Verizon let that guy mm. go, and so he kind of went to AT and T. <laughs> like, and he was happy to to basically shit on Verizon after that. Yeah, they didn't. Did not like that. No, I didn't like crazy. that. <laughs> I was like, "What? <laughs> Ain't no loyalty in this." It was it was Verizon's fault. Don't blame him. It was Verizon's fault. They did him dirty. Damn, you're taking sides in the Verizon I, I wars. I am. Oh, they should make a little doc about this. You should be on the board of that documentary. Right <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah. Uh, Noversia thinks Nick didn't come back because he's Jim's Ryan, Jim Ryan's replacement. Which would be exciting. Yeah, wrong plane. So uh, America is going to Japan. One, uh, speaking of Japan, one person who could uh, possibly be a replacement, although he won't be, is uh, Hideki Kamiya, who is leaving Platinum Games. Could you imagine Kamiya? Oh my God. Did you see the I, I morning Kamiya? To that. The morning Kamiya. You were talking about the, Kamiya, the underwear thing, right? Yeah, Kamiya's leaving Platinum. He didn't tweet about that, he tweeted a picture. He was he was like sitting down in a bathroom and he pointed the camera down at like his pants were down and his boxers were down and his boxers were like fucking ripped to shreds like like not even like you pass laundry day. It's like post like probably what Joel's boxers look like in the last of us just like hanging on by a hope and a prayer. Um, if you if you translated and, the the text alongside that, he said he just noticed that his pants have the biggest hole he's ever had in his pants in his life. And it's like, how did you just notice that? I'm here. I'm I'm popping it up now because it was uh, he, it was staggering. He he said that he'd thrown those those pants away. Yeah, but then out. realized somehow later that he was wearing them pants that he thought he threw away. How do you not like <laughs> slip these on and then realize like, oh, no, everything he, is hanging out from underneath? He, he knew what he was doing. That's the that's the men's equivalent of the sexy lingerie. <laughs> when women have holes in their panties, it's sexy. When men do it, it's grotesque. Like why these double standards? Gender, gender equality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, yeah, that translation. I just noticed that my pants are torn to a degree I've never seen before. <laughs> it's like reading that in like a Shakespearean uh, accent. But like, uh, it's, it's also, you know, that's what he tweeted when all the news was about him leaving Platinum. It was like, that, that is the energy I adore about yeah. Kamiya. Yeah, he blocks people for tweeting at him in English. <laughs> I'd, I'd do that. Which <laughs> is like, I respect. Also, absolutely speaks english which is very funny oh, um, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah for for people who don't know about comedy uh, all all twitter goofs aside he has a super storied history over the past uh, 20 years or so he directed resident evil 2 he directed the original devil may cry uh beautiful joe okami uh he co-founded uh a platinum in 2006 with uh, shinji mikami you know of the of resident evil fame uh, he directed Bayonetta, Wonderful 101, you know, the entire Bayonetta trilogy. So, um, yeah, he's been he's been a staple of sort of the, the, the Japanese action genre over the last 20 years. Uh, and the timing of it is uh, kind of interesting because uh, Shinji Mikami also left his job uh, 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 earlier this year. That's true. Um, and uh, there's there's been some uh, there's there's been some, you know, 
wonderings of what he's going to do. Is he going to form a new studio? Is he going to, um, is he going to uh, join that? Oh God, what is it called? Shit. Um, who, who was the, uh, the Ghostwire Tokyo, the, the lady who was, oh, uh, uh, crap. Uh, Ikumi yeah, her studio was like her studio, uh, which, uh, is, is working on a game is, has, has released a couple, um, behind the scenes kind of like documentaries, uh, on the studio, which is like a global studio. And the documentaries are like fucking incredible. They're like beautifully shot and everything. And it's just like kind of these like, uh, amazing, like trip, like it feels like a travel log of Tokyo. Um, I'll, let me, I'll, I'll later on in the show, I'll link it and then uh, what, put it in. What was the name of that chat. studio? Like ghost story or something? Uh, no, ghost story was, uh, what's it called? No, ghost story <laughs> is, um, uh, uh, what's the Ken Levine? Ken, oh, ghost story, uh, unseen, unseen. Okay. Yeah. Like a ghost, <laughs> like a, like a ghost as, as you would a ghost. Um, but yeah, it, it sounded, that. it sounded like, um, in like when he, because he did eventually address the fact that he was leaving, uh. Yeah, platinum. He stated that he was going to be doing something else in games. So like, yeah, you know, so yeah. He doesn't sound like he's just retiring. Like he's he's not pulling a Jim Ryan and going. Not, I don't think he has Jim Ryan money. No, he doesn't have Jim Ryan money. He's probably like fine, but I don't think he's like. But I mean, fine he did. The rest of he did found platinum. So like, yeah, for him to say, all right, well, I'm done with platinum, but not done with gaming, makes me feel like something's going on at platinum, like something. Sure. And this is pure speculation, but something along the veins of like, maybe someone is looking to acquire platinum. Yeah. And so, you know, he won't be fully in charge of it anymore. Therefore, let me get out with my winnings because he probably would have you know, had a stake in it that mm -hmm. profit from and then like go and do the next thing. There has been a, a massive influx of uh, like uh, Chinese venture capital in uh, everywhere in the world, but uh, in Japanese studios as well. So mm -hmm. um, the thoughts were maybe a Chinese company, you know, your Tencents are uh, acquiring platinum or maybe they're giving a shit ton of money and freedom to these guys and saying, what do you want to do? Here's a blank check. Start your own studio. Because, um, yeah, platinum has been interesting because they have I feel like platinum. Platinum might have the highest highs and lowest lows uh, <laughs> of like any like any developer who makes a game that good and then also a game that as bad as like some of their licensed schlock like the, the yeah, Avatar it, the it seems like very game. distinct it's like there's yeah. there are people at Platinum doing this and then there are people at Platinum doing that right like no one, yeah. no one seems to hold them to that accord as if this is the same group of people. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, speaking of says you've made Babylon's fall, but then you also made the Bayonetta trilogy. Like, what's what's happening here? How does this work? God uh, giveth, God taketh away. Yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, whatever, whatever pays the bills. Um, so yeah, that'll be interesting. Again, just, uh, I, don't know, I, I always like keeping an eye on uh, where folks go, like the, the creative director uh, of the Jedi Fallen Order series, um, Stieg Osmussen. Uh, left uh, Respawn after like almost a decade working on those games. Uh, I just read the design director of those games also just left. Hmm. And so it's like, you know, you always wonder is something, is there something bad at Respawn or is there a super, you know, is Netflix completely opening the coffers for their big AAA game? You know, Netflix um, has money. I mean, they like Joseph Staten, the, the Halo guy went there and then, and, and, uh, uh, like the art director behind God of War went there, and so everyone's like, "Oh, is this where all these people are going?" Nick, uh, Nick thinks the Netflix game is uh, based on 
the whatever the fuck that Zack Snyder movie is Rebel Moon. Oh, Rebel Moon. And I'm like, I can't like that's a unless lot. maybe Rebel. What if Rebel Moon's like the? What if Netflix is like we have the next Avatar on our hands? Oh, Star Wars is isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, that, I mean that's what his Star Wars. It's pretty home. much failed yeah. Star Wars movie. He wanted to do Star Wars, and Star Wars said no, and he's like, "Well, I'll do my Star Wars over here." Then make my that, own. And, that oh. doesn't sound like that doesn't sound like Netflix, who was like such an algorithm based and an IP based company. Like, if they were going to yeah. throw that much money at a video game thing, it would have to be tied to like probably their own but like an existing ip like oh we're gonna get a triple a squid game <laughs> or uh, i mean the thing is their ip right maybe they just have a lot of faith in it rebel moon well yeah but like it ha- what if it comes out it's and unproven no likes it yeah <laughs> yeah but nothing on netflix aside from strangers things has any legs like what if like years ago like three during the pandemic you were like we're going all in because everyone's gonna care about tiger king the rest of their lives we're doing a for five years we're doing a tiger king triple a game and we're getting the best minds in the business and then all of a sudden you get to here and you're like we have to reveal the tiger king game and no one cares about this anymore what do we do that's like that's trend chasing in a nutshell yeah that's what i'm saying like it would have to come after like like this initiative would have to be because something did prove itself to have like staying power and i i rebel moon has not come out yet i can't imagine they would put that much push behind it for also if they do a suits game I would you play a suits game? That's not theirs, though. And they already did do a Queen's Gambit game. Yeah, that was just chess. Yeah, so. No, but it was like chess with like. It's like shitty chess with like these cutout things. Yeah, it was was really weird. It was very, yeah, very. I'm like, what could you base it on? You got what? House of Cards didn't do too well. Uh, Orange (laughs) is the New Black, the the board game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd play and I think you should leave. <laughs> I don't know what that would be like WarioWare. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, Get out of this strange thing. It would, it would just WarioWare. be that egg game. Like they would just make yeah. that <laughs> real. <laughs> See you joke, but Stranger Things that one is egg it? is Stranger, like 40 Stranger eggs. Things. Stranger Things was already loaning out their uh, um their characters to other video games. Dead by Daylight, mm-hmm. uh, Smite has And there are actual Stranger Things video games and tons of crossovers with other like mobile games and stuff too. Yeah. yeah so uh, I don't know what their plan is. And they also don't I think they're like a limited license because all of them have pulled it back as well. Mm-hmm. So like you can't get they, that what stuff if, anymore. What if they did a Witcher game? Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> uh yeah, I mean, speaking of Netflix is obviously uh, not only in the video game business in terms of making actual games, but uh, they've been a strong proponent, proponent, proponent. <laughs> uh, that's like a puppy opponent. Like, it's like your arch nemesis. If you're like, if you walk your dog, and you're like, oh, it's that fucking proponent. I don't want to <laughs> I don't see that guy. Uh, <laughs> uh, they have been uh, a supporter of video game adaptations uh, for years, years. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we just hit the one-year anniversary of Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Uh, Castlevania Nocturne is premiering tonight, based on so Rondo good. of Blood. Yeah, I'm excited for that. And then uh, earlier today, I don't know if there was some Netflix animation thing or something. Yeah, but like they released a bunch of trailers. Thing, yeah, yeah. Um, they released a bunch of trailers for stuff, including the upcoming animated Scott Pilgrim. But uh, more uh, topical uh, trailers for the upcoming Devil May Cry animated series, as well as a, a Tomb Raider animated series. The Tomb Raider one. Didn't even realize it was in that was a thing. Yeah, I didn't even see uh, starring that. Haley, starring Haley Atwell um, as Lara Croft. Um, hmm. Yeah, Sharon Sharon Carter. Um, uh, that's who she played, right? Sharon Carter. That's her name. In, was it Sharon? 
Oh, no, Sharon Carter is like her granddaughter, Peggy Carter. Pe- yeah. Uh, Peggy. Right? I don't, Peggy? I forget. Peggy. Peggy sounds that's, right. That's from but Captain America. You sound like, Frost, it sounds like you could be the Peggy 16 guy. Peggy 16. You do sound like the Peggy 16 guy. You did it. Did we? Uh, was that you? Yeah, you, it was me. Is it 16 or 18? I'm forgetting my lines. I think there are different there ones. We all sorts of Peggy's. Yeah. 18 yeah. is the most popular one. That's one that matters. Yeah. They got to tell you that it's 18. No. <laughs> Peggy guy goes to jail if he doesn't say it. Um, but yeah, the uh, Devil May Cry series is from uh, Adi Shankar, who uh, was also the producer of um, Castlevania. And I think the upcoming Far Cry Blood. Cry yeah, game. I saw that thing too. I was like, what? Yeah. 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 Also, um, they, I think they also stuff. teased like a Watch Dogs animated thing. They have a, in theory, they have a bunch of stuff in development with uh, Netflix, including an Assassin's Creed series, mm-hmm. um, uh, maybe many series. Um, so interesting. Yeah, it feels like a while ago Ubisoft was like, oh, we have uh, we have a division thing and uh, Splinter Did Cell. Fit. Like Tom out? Hardy was attached to Splinter Cell and Jake Gyllenhaal was attached to the division at one point. This was like. What? Yeah, years no, and yeah, years I and years that. ago. The I, only thing I, I think that ever came out was the Michael B. Jordan movie <laughs> without remorse. No, <laughs> yeah, was that tech? Yeah, I don't know if Ubisoft had anything to do with that. Which I got stoked at the end. Yeah, I do not. A, I do not even when they Rainbow were like tie-in. Yeah, it was great. I just want a whole supercut of like final moments. Was like, oh damn, is this what you do? That's like the end of the new uh, Transformers movie. Does that? Uh, uh, a game we'll talk about a little bit does show? that as well. I wonder if we can spoil that. <laughs> Uh, oh, no, I'm, now I'm curious. Now I'm curious. Well, I'm gonna spoil the Transformers movie. No one cares, right? Yeah, F that movie. F all uh, at movies. at the at the end of it, uh, the the main the main character is going he, like is brought to the secret bunker and is handed a like an envelope and it's like this bunker's got like fucking jets and shit and it's part of the GI Joe initiative. No. <laughs> yeah. GI Joes are gonna no. fight with robot cars and yeah. they're gonna get together and then afterwards they're gonna kiss Barbie. <laughs> I think those might be different companies in Shrek oh. Swamp. Yeah. The Hasbro and Mattel combined. We're, we're going to get another um, He-Man movie soon, I bet. I hope so. You got to get like you a real so? hard body to play He-Man. We got to get a good He-Man who movie. Who doesn't have a hard body in Hollywood nowadays? No, you know who they got to get? Jacob Elordi. Oh, wait. Hey, Arnold? No, I was, I was thinking Arnold, like old Arnold. Oh, I thought oh, you were thinking like there's no, there's no, we can't do He Man now. He was, he was He Man. Yeah, no, you could do it. Jacob Elordi is that real tall kid from uh, Euphoria. He's playing Elvis, and there's a new Elvis film oh, this fall. Another He's one. He's too tall. He's too tall. This man, this boy is too tall. <laughs> like I don't, I don't think people should be like forced to like get their legs shortened, but I think he's too big. Six five, God, man! Some of us have too- better things to do than grow. <laughs> yeah, this one's about Priscilla, though, so it's not. It's about like the. Did you know he made? He like started dating her when she was like twelve, and he was like Wait, adult. Who? His wife, Elvis. Yeah. Oh, oh that sounds. Like- I'm, not, I'm not out here trying to cancel the dead. Did you I'm just fin- finish watching the thingy? What was it? I would, what, I would never sit there. was some Elvis thing uh, came out recently about Priscilla, and everyone was like, Did you know? Same thing with Oppenheimer. Did you? Oh, yeah. Know? You know, it's like, Well, well, they had good style. PR. Yeah. For the internet. Jerry Seinfeld dated a high schooler, too. Yeah, I, that good. was all over the internet the other day, too. Yeah. Wicked yeah. times. Crazy. 
They should have made an episode about that. They probably had an episode about that. Some about of those Seinfeld episodes, let me tell you. Child. Yeah, let me tell you. Some of those Seinfeld episodes, not great. Uh, oh, how much money did he make? Was he that big of a stand-up comedian? What was going on in that show? It, it was the show that got him all the money. Not like the stand-up got him the show. The no, show got him the all the money. the fictional character. Like, uh, well, he wasn't, he wasn't like super rich in the show. Yeah, I guess bro, he had right? like a, he just had like a one-bedroom apartment. Yeah. He was, he was yeah. able to exist in New York in the 90s, which I guess wasn't as impossible as it is today. <laughs> yeah, because Giuliani didn't clean it up yet. <laughs> Thanks, Rudy. I don't know what Rudy's up to. I hope he's doing well. I think he's going to jail soon. I think that's <laughs> that's the latest on Giuliani. <laughs> um, well, that means he's going to have plenty of time to play games, including Counter-Strike 2, which is out now. Let's go. Yes. I don't know anything about this other than it is out now. Yeah, it just came out of nowhere. Uh, who was it? I uh, mentioned it the other day saying that it seems to not be competitively ready, but for the casuals, have fun. Get in there. Has Counter-Strike ever been for casuals? No, but it's also not, never been for competitive players either because their servers are kind of butt. <laughs> but isn't, uh, wasn't Counter-Strike the original competitive game? I feel like. Yeah, people definitely yeah, play, you play it on. You play it on your own servers. You don't play it through that client like that's the weird thing about it. imagine playing overwatch oh. and you're like let's play a real overwatch and it's a different download a different system that somebody else runs you know so like that it's a it's a it's a weird thing it's one of the weirdest yeah. uh esports games out there for sure it Maybe was also if if i'm not mistaken it just uh it's just updated csgo like csgo does not exist uh anymore it is just now counter-strike 2 which is what Overwatch did? That is what Overwatch, Overwatch did. Overwatch would about what? Like it just replaced its client with its supposed update. Like yeah. if you go to like the Counter Strike Two Steam page has, uh, like hundreds of thousands of reviews on it because it's just all the CS:GO reviews, which is like interesting. It has millions of reviews. 7 million reviews Damn. so it's like interesting to be like it's is this an update like i guess in this point what does it matter you know like uh, we've talked about this before especially with frost i think probably with overwatch 2 of like whether it's a new game or a massive update like what that does that matter anymore especially for something that's like so uh competitive focused right but, uh, yeah. but wasn't wasn't global offensive itself sort of an update to counter-strike like or was yep, that uh, you got source and 1.6 so it was fractured for a while i guess they they learned their lesson like don't keep supporting two versions of the same game at the same time Mm. yeah does pardon my ignorance so we said overwatch one doesn't exist it's just overwatch two when war zones come out is that just like war zone takes over the old war zone and there's just one war zone i think i've not kept up with Kyle. yeah i, yeah, I don't think they've ever released like a second war zone i think it is yeah. just the same war zone. It's just new war zone okay that's why <clears throat> yeah um yeah and i guess the big thing is like do all of your cosmetics carry over which i believe in the case of counter-strike 2 yes everything you owned just carries over into this new one yeah, it's that's not, exactly uh, what overwatch promised is this are we getting the are, are we wait did they promised and did they deliver no they did yeah the, okay. the cosmetics stuff just, stayed I'm curious if this is going to be one of those everyone is fine with this because it's Valve and everyone hated that other one because it's Blizzard. Like, well, the thing is, there were like, some the same picture. there were some issues with because here, here's here's where Valve uh, has the upper hand is no one knew this was coming. Yeah, <laughs> Valve told nobody to expect anything. Yeah, and so you just got stuff out of the blue. 
And it's like, oh, it's cool. This is new. This is shiny. Like stuff is updated. Stuff is fixed. That maybe wasn't fixed. <clears throat> uh, Overwatch promised and then under delivered. So like, it's a, kind of a very different situation. Yeah, there's a lot of problems with Blizzard's handling of it. So like, Overwatch was already on a downslope, and even a lot of the fan base was this. They're going, I'm playing it until the until Overwatch Two comes out, as mm-hmm. they promised. And then you come through, and it's like it's not. Now it's got five players instead of six, and now. Um, you got to put your phone in so you can play ranked and all this stuff. So like it just kept on digging. It's not grave. I wouldn't say it's dead, but it just kept on hitting itself over and over again on the way through to try and show you. It's just rake after rake after rake to the face. And people are like, go, go away. I don't want this anymore. Whereas Valve is just like, we stay sneaky and it's really not, you're not going to feel a thing. It's not different, but it'll help us change the game later on. Also, it's out right now. And you can't do anything about it. <laughs> like you, you gave no one any time to anticipate what they may yeah. or may not like about it. They just have to try it for themselves, which in some cases is just the best thing for it. It might, like over time, you might find out that this is terrible. <laughs> I feel like Valve and Blizzard have a lot of similarities. They refuse <laughs> to make the games that the people want. Like Valve refuses to make a new Half-Life and Portal. Blizzard refuses to make a new StarCraft and Warcraft, like uh, just StarCraft 3 and Warcraft. Mm-hmm. See, if you made those games now, I feel like there's a whole generation of gamers that doesn't even know that was them. It'd be like saying Armored Core and be like, it's nice that they're branching out and trying new things. (laughs) StarCraft 3. I do feel like those are like, I think like StarCraft and Warcraft, I feel like are old people games now. Like they are. That's, why, that's what I'm it's saying. Just, if you were to pop mm-hmm. out a new StarCraft, this generation's like, what the hell is this? And then thing? you're going to get millions of kids who just call it mid. And then they're going to be like, what did they do? Every time <laughs> we used to release StarCraft, everyone freaked out, but a child called it mid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one cares if you call it a bad game. If it's mid, uh, that's unforgivable. Yeah. Mid is forever. Mid <laughs> is forever. Uh, there is uh, no alpha or omega, it is only mid. Um, <laughs> That was uh, our news of the week, sponsored by uh, Clearasil. I'm going to start making up sponsors. I think I've said this before on streams. I'm going to start making up sponsors and then seeing if we can invoice them. And maybe they they do so many sponsorships that they just don't realize. Oh, okay. If we're going to have a sponsor for this one, it should be Heinz. Because I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with this, but Taylor Swift is dating somebody on the Kansas. Is it Kansas? Kansas Kansas City Chiefs. Travis Kelsey. And they're all like, oh, big Swifties. And this is the biggest turnout that they've had for a game in a really long time. And the demographic Mm -hmm. for women is shot right up. And I was like, there's some crusty old ass executives and board meetings going, how can we profit from this? And Heinz just released new ketchup and seemingly ranch mixed because that's what she was eating at the games. (laughs) And it was a specific specific tweet. of like a Taylor Swift super fan said, it seems like Taylor Swift is eating her chicken fingers with ketchup and seemingly ranch. Yep. So now that's the Swifty <laughs> bottle, I guess. The There's Heinz, also, Heinz. there are some great rabbit holes that go down with this because there's some who are like, Taylor, you shouldn't be dating him. Look at all this footage. He's violent and it's him playing football. <laughs> Are they are they being funny? And I think they're being serious. Like I love I love the ones that are like, like he um, hits people, and I'm like, well, yeah, that's, that's my favorite. They are the ones they've where just not uh, ever seen football before. It's possible. No, they probably probably haven't. It's a whole different. Yeah, like this cross section shouldn't exist. 
But yeah. some are funny trying to explain the cross section. They're like, oh, here, I'm, let me explain football for those of you who, you know, are new Swifties and stuff like that. Where it's, <laughs> it's like four, you get four tries to get a first, to go 10 yards. That's the first down, yada, yada, yada. The Chicago Bears always suck. Just know that. And no matter how many times they tell you, the Cowboys are terrible. You didn't have to talk about the Bears. <laughs> they did. Uh, I was like, dang. They're really gonna, bad. They're they really bad. bad. They're not as bad as Denver. I need to find my jacket. So I can, so I can get Do you have like a Bears starter jacket? Oh, like, yeah, I, I bought that thing 10 years ago, 12, not even, long time ago. Hmm, so it has I to need that jacket. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, one could say the Chicago Bears are playing football on hard mode. Well. When they should be playing it on baby mode because they are a bunch of children who should not be out there. Um, do you want to talk about difficulty? I don't really know what this is about. I know this was my idea this earlier. This was your idea, yeah. This was about, we didn't have any better ideas. I didn't hear any any reboots. No, I but I, I, I don't think it was a bad so idea. We could talk about anything else. Well, the thing want. is, this conversation wasn't just on difficulty, like not in general. It was about how games handle difficulty, which I think is sure. an interesting conversation. Like yeah. Celeste is one of the things on uh, our, our cover art. And Celeste handles like difficulty in a super unique way, like a really cool way. And Frost, like you've been playing Celeste, right? Like, have how have you been finding like the oh, have you been ignoring? Job, <laughs> have you been ignoring the, the blister right there to prove it? Oh damn! Is, is getting you actually out? sorry, sorry. No thumb thumb blister. That this is from cutting chickens. <laughs> Which what's harder, Celeste or cutting chicken? <laughs> I cutting chickens because I needed to sharpen that knife. And there was six. I went to Costco and I was like, I need to prep because I'm a prepper guy, not not doomer, like doom prepping. Sure, but food prep, I like, yeah. probably like food prepping. <laughs> so I was like, let's go to Costco, grab like six whole chickens and I'll fabricate them. Oh, right like here. the rotisserie? Yeah. yeah. No, no, not the, the the young ones, whole ones. They're just labeled as young chickens. I don't know why. Oh, yeah, I was no, like, they, are the rotisserie like the yeah. old ass chickens? Like, is that elderly chicken? No, rotisserie. Yeah, they are because they're the bigger ones. They keep <laughs> those to themselves because they sell them for like four bucks. I thought baby chickens are eggs. They just imprison them in those little shells and they <laughs> those, send them to the stores. Are, yeah. They're just yeah. embryos. They're not babies yet. Oh, my, my bad. I, that wasn't trying to be a political statement. Yeah, so, so uh, slice through six of those regardless. Uh, yeah, what were you asking, Casey? Should we get uh, you a new knife? Should that be the next funding goal? I've just, just, I've just like been too nice, busy to sharp, I've got five good ones. I just haven't had the time to sharpen them. We'll do it on a stream. No, it's a horrible sound to put. Do it on. Like, do it on uh, better, better with friends. Sharpen it. Yeah, while well, Will's just playing. playing. <laughs> Don't you fuck up, Will. <laughs> wow. Uh, but no, talk about uh, your 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 Celeste journey. Yeah, what was the framing of that though? No, like how? Yeah, because uh, well, can you explain? I guess for. Like I, I finished the last, but it has been a while, so I don't want to like mm -hmm. muck up some uh, right. details. But like you're playing it right now, how how would you describe Cel how the way Celeste handles difficulty for anyone who doesn't know? The way it handles it, all right. Let's see here, because I wouldn't know what difficulty is. I'm the god gamer that I am, so <laughs> I didn't register. No, well, the way it handles difficulty is like first off, you have your your tried and true accessibility options, obviously that you can just like here we go so you can just fly and skip through everything if you just want to get through the story because it does offer a bit of story mm -hmm. but it also offers uh, my favorite thing genuinely is that it has so much side content 
Mm-hmm. It's like, go get all these strawberries or go into this secret area and you can find, um, what is it like? Find the, the, the B tapes. So it's like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a, the B sides, yeah, yeah. a different variant and so a little bit more difficult and stuff like that. Where it's like, if you want to just go and shoot for the story, go and complete it, have at it, enjoy. If you are a little bit more hardcore, there's stuff for you. Go ahead and test yourself out. And that's sort of like, there is no there is no way you can balance the casuals and the hardcore in the same space and so you just need to know that you're going to have that audience and be able to separate them and like that it just does it so well where i i went i i knew about the strawberries beforehand i probably would have been more pissed if i hadn't i was like oh what's the point of these things then yeah. right because that game drags on if you're trying to go for all the uh, all the yeah, that's true. yeah it's a long it's a very short game if you just want to see the story it is a it could be a very long game if you are a completionist does it does that game tell you anywhere in it that the after strawberries the, are yeah. meaningless yeah. it does after, after the first chapter it does the little postcard thing or whatever and uh-huh. it's like strawberries do nothing unless you or it's just for showing off with your friends that's all it's for and okay. then there's a bunch of like extra content and whatnot but again it is it is more so that it is just hey if you want more if you want to go harder if you want to like challenge yourself feel free but we're not going to force everybody else through this filter essentially that's that's the thing I've been appreciating, but more so the cold sake that we're basing this on is just around the fact that I want to talk about the game's design, but we can't get to that because I can't say this here this part of Celeste was boring and monotonous. It's like you sucked at it, didn't you? Mm. You were bad. Yeah, you're just saying that because you didn't beat it. And then if I beat it, I was like I beat everything, all the B sides and the strawberries. I got it all. So well, you're just burnt out, you know. Mm. Yeah. It's still a great game. You just burnt out in that, yeah. in that scenario. But if anything, that cold take was like, all right, I want to get this topic out of there. That way I can just sort of point to it and never again have to discuss it. And you can go through the comments yourself if you want. And it just kind of did what, exactly what I said happens, where you have people arguing both sides. But again, it's about the blasted difficulty. I don't care to talk about the difficulty. I want to talk about like the creative choices mm-hmm. that these difficult games make and not so much the accessibility or the lack thereof. Um, like genuinely, we don't even talk about from software games, like what's in the blasted games. We, we don't, they just end right there. If I want to talk about armor core six, like what's your favorite weapon? I could talk about that with my friend who's like kind of shit, but he likes these kind of games. We talk about the weaponries and the choosing. He na- he names them funny, goofy local things. He messes with the customization, but everybody else is just like, "Oh yeah, just four shotguns and you blast through everything." It's like, I didn't care, but okay. <laughs> we don't do that with other mediums. At least I hope not. It's like yeah, <clears throat> Avatar Avatar three Avatar two is fine. You don't drink too much water. Just kind of sit there and focus. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> make sure you don't yeah don't uh yeah d- yeah don't drink a big gallon of water before because you might have to pee yeah. halfway through so yeah gotta pace yourself you yeah know? so um, oh, the movie was too too long you know well maybe because of the pacing or maybe because something didn't resonate with you no it's like oh because you didn't pace yourself and you I, didn't pee i feel like you could make a similar argument that a lot like people who are really into music or like certain artists can get that way where they're not necessarily talking about the quality of the music if someone doesn't like it they're saying you don't get it just like you can't yeah. understand what what's happening in this piece of music so like they get really defensive about it because it's something they really like and that that's a thing we see all the time right is people start to Nobody identify likes tool or... that much <laughs> i know you're talking tool. about tool tool, tool the band <laughs> the band yeah <laughs> because if you say that song sucks like, you just don't get it because maynard uses math yeah like, all right maynard <laughs> enjoy yourself <laughs> 
<laughs> it's the fucking... Same thing with like Rick and Morty, right? You can't actually have yeah. any sort of criticism about it because you just didn't get it. Or yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a it's a defensive stance, right? Like it's it's not like a real argument. Like you somehow have has have hurt someone's feelings because you criticize the thing that they take pride in. And for games and the difficulty thing, which I, we weren't trying to get into this conversation, but for the game and the difficulty thing, it becomes a badge of honor when you beat a game that is actively trying to challenge you in that way. So you're like, yes, I did it. I'm one of the chosen. And someone's like, all right, well, this thing kind of sucked in it. You go, no, it didn't. It was perfect because I achieved that thing. And that means I'm I'm good and I do good things in the world. You can't take this from me. Does this conversation always just happen around any game that gets like uniformly beloved like that no not beloved. i feel like any game that that gets beloved becomes insufferable to hear about and i think that maybe that's like all art but like man the conversations around tears of the kingdom the conversations around elden ring like when a game is kind of this unanimous like listen to like fucking what happened with Baldur's gate Baldur's gate came out and instead of people just talking about Baldur's gate we had to talk about the fucking conversation about Baldur's gate yeah. and i'm like I'm, I'm aware we are the problem because god knows i wasn't playing Baldur's gate so i didn't have anything to talk about <laughs> same thing with starfield like we talk about we spent we've spent so little time on this show talking about starfield but we spent so much time talking about talking about starfield and that seems fucking insane to me we haven't played and it, i understand so. we are literally doing that right I, now well but. i do because I, I, tr- I tried playing starfield and I, I feel like okay what you're saying is true but i i'll, I'll give us a break because i feel like we do talk about the games but in the scope to which we've experienced them which we should yeah. right i didn't like starfield <laughs> from what i played but i didn't play a lot of it so that that's kind of that's the only place i could add my two cents right like yeah i, I find i find this curious because like when we first started proposing this topic one of the first thing that came to my mind was actually not something that's known for being super hard right but like mario games like mm-hmm. mario uh odyssey and like a lot of the other 3d platform marios the tail end of those games or rather like secret stuff at the end of those games get brutal. real freaking hard yeah and like almost nobody seems to talk about that and i'm wondering yeah. if it's because no one plays that stuff like and if it's the, if that's the case like who, like who's that stuff for? Because like I really do love like the challenge of the platformer, like Celeste. But like Mario could probably be up there with some of Celeste's B sides if you honestly put them side by side. Literally last night streaming Mario 3D World, you roll credits at a certain point, and then it's like, all right, here's like the real, here's the real <laughs> shit back here. Like yeah, you're like everyone else, you're allowed to leave. Like if you wanna like if you wanna see a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> with me like the last couple of worlds of that game were fucking wild but i'm like what is going on here like it is like it, like presenting the like the veneer of being a family-friendly experience yeah, it's, it's like they really like, just let loose in that back it's like yeah. almost like yeah. some sort of mandate where it's like hey make sure anyone who buys this game can get through it but then like yeah. these devs just have this urge in them that they need to get out like i need to put someone through yeah. hell it's oh, like yeah. when a bowling alley at nine becomes cosmic bowling and you're like, oh shit, this I is for adults that, yeah. only. This there's the a, de- there's a Quad City DJ here. Yeah. This is the back of Spencer's, that freaky shit. Oh, that's exactly, oh that's my God, that is, is exactly what it is. The first 75% is for families and it's like, you're going to turn this corner. You're not going to, you know what Pam Anderson's doing? Nothing good. <laughs> you know what that <laughs> shell is? Is it weed? We don't know. It might be incense, but you can't tell the difference because you're a child. 
you don't know the difference yet. Yeah. See, so I'm just, I'm just curious. Like, I mean, that that is an avenue that's been taken with difficulty, mm-hmm. where it's like, hey, the whole main game is generally fine, right? Like, there's some challenge, but nothing too crazy. And then here, off to the side, here's here's the hardcore. Like, yeah. does that diminish it when it's sort of like tucked away for only a select few? Because I feel like I mean, FromSoft you- has risen to uh, to acclaim by just putting that level of stuff like front and center. And some folks are like, oh, I really dig this. I mean, it seems like Celeste kind of does that as well. Yeah, right? Celeste is also like stupid hard regardless yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, no, it's the like, there's almost like uh, there's three routes up this mountain and you can do like the leisurely i mean that game's literally about going up a mountain so i don't i didn't mean that (laughs) but like you know you could do like sort of the leisurely stroll you could do like a more inclined hike or like here's some fucking pickaxes see if you can climb your way up um and that feels more like that allows you to uh, to to steal the the phrasing from uh, Frost's cold take. That allows you to find your spice level where it still has a taste that you enjoy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and without it just being like I don't know something feels like games games where it's just like you play an easy, medium, or hard, and the difference is uh, you have less health and the enemies have more health. And I'm like I guess, but that doesn't like change anything, right? Mm-hmm. That doesn't like. That that doesn't feel like this has been made with intent. It just feels like ah, oh, we just moved some sliders up and down, and this is what you get, as opposed to it being woven in with its design. These people don't want difficult difficulty because what if there was a boss that when you fight it, it starts swinging at you, and the only way to fend it off is to mem- to cite the first thirty digits of pi. That's difficult, no? It's, that is difficult. I thought you liked difficulty. No, these are masochists, and they, yeah. they like two things. They like thinking that something is difficult for themselves to overcome it, and then the other thing is they like being yelled at. So they say these things. They they stand on this hill and they wait for everyone to yell at them, and it's like, yes, I did say get good, and now you're mad at me, and this is exactly where I want to be. <laughs> this is the circle. This is how it's happened. No, yeah, they all belong back there, but. In that sense, it also, like we say, well, is there a better way to do it? I kind of would like some games that uh, offer other, I guess, challenges that aren't necessarily just, like you said, he he got a bigger health bar than me, mm-hmm. you know? like, and, and that's not also not math. Like, we're watching, what is it, Chance of Sinar? I could see somebody making some really wicked language puzzles, but nobody yeah. wants those. But it's, it's odd to me the things that we latch on to. I still haven't even gotten down to the root of it because you asked, what if it's beloved? It's like, I've seen some games that are trash and people just stand by them still. But yeah. they, don't, they don't hide behind difficulty. Hearts, so, right? That you were thinking it too? No, I've never played. What's wrong with it? <laughs> I'm sorry, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> I was like, what? Jesus. I was thinking Redfall. Donald, but Donald Goofy and Sora taking fucking shots. I was, I was thinking Redfall, but they hide behind the better with friends. Right. I think uh-huh. it's just more so it's the easiest excuse to come to come through yeah. or it's it, it's a whiplash. I know there are I've met people who genuinely their reasoning is I did not beat it. So I hate it. But they're so rare mm-hmm. like, the, to, to come across those people. Not, yeah, I don't I don't come across them too often. I don't know. It feels like more and more you uh, we're, we're in an age of everyone's got to have an opinion like. You gotta, you, you gotta, you gotta have the opinion on this thing. Like you can't, you can't abstain. You just got, you gotta know. Um, and so you have, uh, you have just parroting, right? You have echo chambers. You have, well, I've watched these three people. They said this, and this is what I'm gonna think now. And then that sort of a single opinion ends up getting filtered. It's it's fucking trickle down Reaganomics with bad takes. 
Um, it's just fucking, just Bring fucking. Don't work, Marty. <laughs> I wonder what Reagan's up to. He's chilling. Yeah, He's a good chilling. time. Uh, they should they should get him for the new uh, president of uh, PlayStation. Um, but uh, it, it's just you hit a certain point, and and then uh, the you know ultimately the the sort of um, territorialization comes, and you have to be on one side of the fence or the other, and the last of us has to be the greatest thing ever or the worst thing ever, and there's no nuance allowed here. And it doesn't really have anything to do with difficulty anymore. But I feel like we're 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 losing we're in we're in a, a dire lack of nuance. Yeah, that and that that gets into just the the poison that is uh, social media. Yeah, <laughs> and instant communication with just the entirety of the planet. Yeah, yeah. See, then, but it's inevitable for better or worse. It's it's almost impossible to talk about game difficulty without that just becoming the conversation. Even if we were coming from a very sympathetic and understanding angle, we have to diffuse the situation before we can get into the point and be like, Liza P has almost no enemy ver- variants whatsoever. And it has a few <clears throat> design bits that just suck ass, but every Souls like needs them. Uh, I think it's part of the staple of it, right? But uh, I think bring I in those. Though, in terms of the. You like enemy the tower? Variety. Did you like the tower? Which Which tower? The there, poison tower, the poison clock tower. There's a poison tower. That place. Oh, the one you. where the they're like shooting at you oh, from. Oh yeah. I, honestly, in comparison to like all the other poison swamps in the Souls games, that one was and a there lot. There are less, many of them. Yeah, that one was a lot less, uh, like annoying. So like I yeah I kind of dug it. Oh, it, it is still annoying. Like that's why I've been saying that Liza P is. People say it's the closest thing to a to a from software game. It's mm-hmm. the best of the non from softwares and Neo. And I'm like, it's it's the least worst, right? Because I go, you're still you're still as annoying as the rest, but you're not as bad. It's not as annoying as the from soft games themselves, because those games are also annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> from software has some annoying things, and they they're there too, but they're not so annoying to the point where I put them with with everybody else. Yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's more so just a woe, a lamentation. It's like I'd like to talk about like what some of these more difficult games could do better because I I do play a lot of difficult games not for um, not for to prove myself, but because some of these difficult games do hit stuff that you kind of can't do, and it is a, a different feeling of having that spice and that flavor. Like uh, we we have uh, was it getting over it. Mm-hmm. Which is just yeah. just kind of silly, fun, goofy. But then there's these other ones, like I think it's called Super Bowl or something other, where it's um, it, it is more of those like just kind of go up, up, but you will fall and and it plays a little funny jokes on you. But it has some really fucking funny points in it, simply because it, it's very aware of the struggle it's putting you in and what you're expecting to the point where it's like I know where your mind is and where you're tunnel visioning to this is gonna catch you so off guard and it's not just gonna fuck uh, you over and make you mad but it's like it wasn't that funny it's like yeah you, you got me there and that cool of, kind like of that that only up game didn't the uh like the creator removed it from steam or is removing it from steam and being like I'm just getting rid of this game it's too stressful and I'm like you just made it do you have to do anything it's like it's, it's very similar to the flappy bird thing I just don't understand of like we'll just stop paying attention and keep cashing the checks like what is it I don't yeah, know. The flappy yeah. bird yeah the flappy bird guy I didn't understand this one though was in terms of balance and that's another thing where I go I feel like a lot of difficult games lack elegance or balance mm-hmm. but yeah. you can't bring those up without thus the spice thing where it's like the, this isn't good spicy this is just spi- like this is just spicy for the sake of hurting yeah. me like this doesn't have any yeah. like intent yeah. behind it and and developers do want that feedback but if you have someone trying to give you legitimate feedback but everyone else is like no 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 they just got filtered you know well that's not helping you as a developer yeah because everyone's fending them off yeah 
Casey, you know about the term filtered? I learned it from Frost and I like it. Like the, the word filtered? Well, getting, it's getting, getting filtered. That's the new get good. It's like, oh, if you don't oh, like, so oh, you like in reference. Filtered. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, no. like yeah. they were calling uh, the Balteus boss in Armored Core 6 a filter. Okay. Yeah. 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 And if you didn't get past it, you don't, your opinion doesn't matter because you got filtered. So you can just. Yeah. Okay. I didn't hear it being used in that way, but I, I did. I was hearing it used uh, or seeing it used as like, it's telling people whether or not the game is for them. Like they get to a certain point and they're like, oh no, I'm out. So like, that's the filter. I, I didn't realize it was being used that maliciously. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, like this show can't be boring. You just got filtered. This boss isn't bullshit. You got filtered. You know, you didn't get tired of the game. You were found lacking. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that's that just sounds like a, a shitty internet bro. That's yeah, that sounds like like Yoda being mean to Luke when he couldn't look at X Wing out of his swamp. That is why you got filtered. Put off Yoda. Yeah, filtered, you got. <laughs> filtered you got. Uh really quick before we go on to uh, some more games we've been, and shit we've been playing and watching. Uh Timbo with a ten dollar dono. Thank you so much, Timbo. Uh can't watch tonight, but my recent favorite on difficulty uh, has been Terraria's Infinite Spiral up to Legendary slash for the worthy. Basically unplayably insane. Like there are these modes for games, like the hurt, like you know, the, the Iron Man modes and like permadeath modes where it just feels oh. like it's for like yeah. The masochists who just need to feel something at and a certain point. It's optional. It's, yeah. It's, it's yeah. weird in the other way because like that that's the thing. As you said, there there are difficult games. Uh my hot take from Soft being the poster boy for difficult games, they're not that difficult compared to these actual like I'm setting out to hurt you kind of games. Mm -hmm. And so we're taking pride in being able to get up the stairs. And if somebody's saying, like, hey, can we can we have a ramp for accessibility? They're like, no. No, because yeah. I take pride in my legs, and you being able to get up here with assistance <laughs> takes away the specialness in my legs. Yeah, that's, I'm unique. That's just that's what that stupid. feels like. Yeah, like that, and that's exactly what that is, and that's stupid. And people should feel stupid for behaving that way. But like, as a as a person who genuinely derives joy from like playing a thing that is challenging, like, I I will say that like with my Mario example. If I beat the whole game and then I find out at the end of that game that all the really super challenging stuff was kind of optional and off to the side, it does kind of feel like it's superfluous and wasn't the intended experience. And me as like a general video game player, like, all right, well, I'll guess I'll get to that at some point and never get back to it. Whereas if that yeah. was just the whole game, like, and that's just what it is, and I played through it. I would get that satisfaction from the, you know, the really good, though challenging platform mechanics that are on display there and at the end of that be like oh this was great this was a really great game and so i do i do understand when it's like all right well if this is being made to the point where everyone like or not everyone but like anyone can get through it without that level of challenge and i have to like set that challenge for myself like most people will kind of just be like all right well i'm gonna set it to just what everything else does as opposed to like this yeah. level of challenge that maybe the devs would have intended for whatever purpose. Yeah, yeah. Rogue Legacy does that poorly in that right at the start, it presents you all its accessibility stuff, and you're like, wait, which one is the one that you want me to do? Like, what yeah, is like, the like, what, like, one? Yeah, what's the way yeah. that you yeah. would want someone to play this game? Like, that's what I'm always trying to find out uh, when I'm playing through something. And when something, like, feels like, oh, this is pushing back a lot, but it's still fun, and it's challenging yeah. me, like, that's a good feeling. Like, I like that feeling. 
I like I like the way Mario does it. You know, like get all get some of these extra coins, and then it amounts to something in the end. Or I guess Rusted Moss did it as well, where like if you find that you find the zone, and it's just like this is difficult. Turn back if you're not about it. Like, yeah, that works. It's, it's sort of like um, you guys ever been to Buffalo Wild Wings? You know, you got hot wings, and they got these all these varying wings. Yeah. I want them to be able to just go like, all right, pick which way you're going instead of just like, you got to eat the hottest one first if you want garlic parm, bitch. <laughs> like that's, Your that's Buffalo Wild Wings seems so mean compared to mine. You went after nine. You went to Cosmic Wild Wings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, no, it's also interesting. One of the other things that made me think about it was watching uh, you, Frost, playing, or, or you know, uh co-piloting dark souls 2 streams with nick and then how different they are with jack um and it's so funny because like i i don't know how one measures this it feels like nick is better at games than jack it feels like nick is a very competitive person nick plays a lot of shooters nick 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 leans on the sweaty side Whereas Jack feels the lean on the goofy side, and I want to play the yogurt game, and I want to, <laughs> I want to play the Nintendo games with my kids. Uh, uh-huh. But then Jack has put in the time in the Dark Souls mines, and uh, he has he has truly get it good. Uh, <laughs> and watching him play, I, I am like, you play the, you are playing a different video game than I am. Mm. You did not set this at a different difficulty. It is just the way you see this world and you treat these adversaries and you just go naked with a large club and you just roll behind everything and hit it is like incredible. Um, yes, I don't know. I, have you noticed that sort of seeing that at all? Yeah. In that sense of like, as you said, like Nick, I feel I, I give him the respect because he has that raw energy just going in. Mm-hmm. Jack's play style is super like well-learned. Yeah. He, he's very like, he knows all these things where they're going and that's experience showing its way. And I'm here like if Nick was willing to give himself that much experience, I'm sure he'd be nuts mm-hmm. because that that's generally how it feels like I've come from a competitive gaming background where like the, sometimes the difference is just like who, who studied more instead of more so than just like who's actually the better yeah. person and um, yeah nick probably casts a wider net you know nick put a bunch of time in Baldur's gate starfield and everything whereas jack's been playing dark souls like the things Jack's like the things that are souls. getting yeah uh, what was it like uh, boss for boss they're really really close but the things that get nick are like he gets lost <laughs> or he falls <laughs> off with things he didn't know like yeah. he, he is he's really good um for his for his boss fights and all that stuff, like, like, like I also crazy to see. co-pilot co-piloted Nick for a bunch of his like earlier like Souls That's game right. stuff. Yeah, when when he wasn't as uh, seasoned, and it is a little infuriating to watch Nick because Nick does not care about what the rules of the game are in Dark Souls. Nick will just get the biggest weapon, put all his stats in like health and damage, and then. He will, he will come out of fights that took me hours in like one or two tries. Yeah, that's, that's easy mode. But <laughs> <laughs> vitality, strength, big weapon. Yeah. yeah, and it's like I didn't know I didn't know you could do that in these games. I thought these games were supposed to be challenging. Like I'm, that's the thing. Like I'll meet the game where it wants where it wants to be. At. It's like hey, you need to learn these enemy patterns. You need to not get hit for the majority of the fight. And like so, like yeah, like I. I was losing my mind because when I released the review for Lies of P, I'm like, this game took me 60 hours to beat. And literally no one else 
who gave like a time for their review was anywhere close to the amount of time I played. I'm like, how is that possible? Until Nick was like, um, after seeing my video was like, oh wow, your health bar was so tiny. Mine was like half the screen. <laughs> and I was like, what? that's what it is. Like um, I put all my stats in decks. Yeah, what? Because these, like that's the because you're supposed to move. You're supposed to parry. You're supposed to move around the end. Like I, I studied almost every enemy. Like if you watch my videos, yeah, the yeah. fights I win, I barely get hit because like I've been fighting the damn thing so often that I learned everything it could do. Right. Like I'm not tanking anything. I'm not getting hit. Like I play. I met the game where it wanted me to be, and that took sixty effing hours. My my god! If you watched every one of my boss battles in Elden Ring, it was oh, I stumbled upon this staff that gives me large meteors, and I'm going to use these large meteors on every boss until the end of the game. You know what? I did use the meteors, and they were great. Yeah, I I think I think you play. I think you meet it too well on its own terms. Where. <laughs> But the thing is, I, I I liked it though. That's the thing. Oh, yeah, guess, like, you enjoyed yourself. Yeah, playing it that way is like where I derive that joy. Like I I I like that. In order to get through that challenge, I had to see everything that boss could do. Right. Because like it's interesting to me. Like oh, he has this attack that like this is a fake because he has another one that looks kind of like it. But then he'll do this little this little jiggle to try to trip you up. Like I like that stupid shit. Yeah. I uh, I, I reviewed uh, the original Captain Toad on the Wii U and uh, I talked about how like man some of the timing on these puzzles was like very hard like this game like surprisingly got hard and the first comment on my footage was like is he not holding the run button I didn't know there was a run button in the game <laughs> and so my cap toad sauntered <laughs> and if you could just run like every Mario game ever like literally in the first Mario game you cannot complete the first level unless you've mastered if you know to hold down this button I don't know well I was kind of like at a dark time <laughs> the Wii U era it was a dark time uh, mm. and uh, it was uh, it was humbling let me tell you, it was it was humbling. And now I know if I'm starting a game, I'm going to see what all these buttons do. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's how we used to play. Just, like, just yeah. press everything real quick, see what happens. Ah, oh, shit. That took a potion. Yeah. Yeah, definitely to that sense, though. I forgot to mention it. The biggest difference was uh, Nick, in all his might, died to the easiest boss in Dark Souls 2. Quote, unquote, the easiest one. Who's the Whereas easiest Jack boss? It's uh, what is it called? Chat? I know you guys know it, but it, it's just a small room where basically you can just like kind of walk around and smack them. Just don't get overwhelmed. But because Nick likes to go head in, of course, he got overwhelmed and uh, just got trapped by his ankles there. Whereas no, that that's sort of that sense of difficulty, though, where we can each play our different ways and still enjoy it. But it also comes down to the person like, yeah, you wanted to see what all the bosses could do. That gets annoying when seeing when you got to fuck around and then you find out and there goes your health. You know, that part gets annoying to me uh, to the point where I taught Yahtzee my big souls like breaker where I go just unlock the camera and sprint and they will just always miss you because they lock onto you and do that weird pivot thing. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, my God. Yeah, that that does work. I see what you mean. Almost most of the lies of P bosses, you can just unlock camera and sprint and they will keep swinging right around you to the point where who was it said in my two hours, I was at their eight hour point. Dang. So so you're, you're like, going to have the longest nose at the end of that game because you're not oh, playing. You're not playing truthfully. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big old liar. Yeah, so Nick, Nick is just raw power. Go in there. Me, I, I QA a little bit or I go like, yeah, you were designed 
to latch on to my every move, but if I'm just a little bit faster than that, you're going to miss every time. And then you want to learn it all, bro. All right. It's a recital. So, so I mean, my, my question to you then, and this is not a judgment thing. Like, do you find that enjoyable? Like to exploit that thing in the boss design so that it's no longer a challenge. Like you run around it, it can't hit you. And then you just wipe the floor with them. Like, do you find that enjoyable? That's what I base my review on. Cause I'm like, you weren't that, you weren't that difficult. You came at me with everything you had. I had everything I had and you were found lacking because these games are all designed so similarly. Bill, just stack up your health, stack up your strength. If you have to go, if you have to go out of your way to make that game more amusing, that's like a, an increment of a point off. I'm not like, oh, it's a shit game, but it's like, that's, it's kind of, that shows a lack of innovation, I guess, on my, on my part. Is, could that not be the same thing as, um, let's say we're playing uh, Mario 64, and rather than going through the obstacle course that are the levels in Mario 64, like jumping into paintings, you just do that weird glitch where you run straight up the steps, so you skip the whole game. I, I know, yeah, I know. What you're <laughs> I don't count glitches. I don't. I think that's that is like not in the spirit of the game. Okay. Uh, so basically, whatever's in the terms of service. <laughs> <laughs> Because like, no I get, what, I get yeah, what you're no, saying. Like you're, yeah, you're no rabbit punches, no kidney punches, but like anything else, I'm like sure. Floyd Mayweather just you, tired. What's his face out? You know, but it was within the spirit of boxing. He didn't stab him or anything. Uh -huh. Like he, he played so, by the rules. It just wasn't like yeah, sportsmanly. Yeah, I'm just here. Like you, you want to go? We'll go. I like on some Souls games, I'll beat them normally, or or then on the next playthrough, I'm just there grinding, just grinding, watching Scrubs, watching house and it's like all right now let's see what level 157 does to the starting zone let's, let's go no because that makes sense like i get that like if if you are playing a thing and there's supposed to be an element of challenge yet that challenge can very easily be uh circumvented then it's like what's the point yeah um, like uh but i do think there's like there's a line there right because it's like all right well you could do it this way but if you just didn't then you'd actually have a ton of fun <laughs> so it's like why would you do it that way right yeah, but like, I mean, uh, a lot of players can be like their own worst enemy with that sort of thing. Like they'll we'll always take like the path of least resistance. That's just what gamers do. I, I suppose I don't know. To a lot of people, it's a point of honor. Where I'm just here, like I've 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 got enough honor to not care. As you get as you as you grow like, from a competitive standpoint, as you grow, you don't ever get tired of winning. You don't ever get tired of being competitive. It's just the win condition changes. So mm -hmm. like when you first start off, you're like, I want to beat everything. But after a while, it's like, I just kind of want to enjoy myself and have a quick go through. So you're, you're it's like a, this one alley where slowly these characters are coming at you and you can take them on one by one and prove yourself. But then you also find out that if you were to run, they don't get up fast enough to really do anything to you. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, that's that was just the wind condition, I suppose. I think my wind condition has just changed over over the years. Same thing for like for Blasphemous, where Yahtzee was saying the, the little double daggers were absolutely shit because he wants to hit everything. So he got the big one. Uh huh. Meanwhile, uh, the double daggers is like the most fast and mobile. So I could just get through everything and get to the end, hit, just pass hit, get the yeah. door, get to the door. Yeah. Very, yeah. Just very different goals. Like I, I played, I played through Mega Man X with Marty forever ago. And like, I beat it during the two hour stream and realized I could have beat this way faster if I just didn't kill every enemy on screen. But that's just the yeah, way sure. I've always yeah. played that game yeah, just for years yeah. and years and years. That's how I play the game. Like it's kind of ingrained in me. If they put it in front of me, I got to deal with it. <laughs> it's always funny to watch, to, to have a game you're super familiar with and then watch someone else play it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you're like, oh, 
you see this differently than I do. Like even watching Jesse play uh, Link to the Past now, like a game that every time I play it, I do the exact same thing. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, huh, our brains are different. Like <laughs> not in a good or a bad way, but just in a like, okay, this is um this is this is interesting. Uh so yeah, that, Timbo, that's our thoughts on Terraria's legendary difficulty. <laughs> oh that I yeah, it was the Buffalo Wild Wing thing. I like yeah. everything to have a very like yeah. very clearly like, you know, here's all the ones for the novice stuff. And if you want to keep going, it's going to get harder and, and yeah. off you get. Yeah. yeah. I like and I like my, do you like your wings boned or boneless? Boneless if I'm working. Uh, but uh, I do like me the bone if I got the time. My fiance if I have the luxury. Me if I brought home boneless wings. <laughs> Little nugs. Like she she gets so bad <laughs> if I try to present her boneless. They're nuggies, bro. They're so, they are so different. But sometimes I am working. I can't be having sticky fingers. So I just. Uh, yeah. Chopsticks and nuggies. I think they have their place. I'm not chopsticks I'm not and nuggies. Yeah. yeah, they shouldn't just they just shouldn't be called boneless wigs. Just call them something else. We we could have avoided this entire kerfuffle. Um, and then Timbo uh, uh, rounded it out with also super hyped for uh, Paper Mario Thousand Year Door HD. Wondering y'all's thoughts. Uh, I am also super hyped for it. I think that game is great, and I am always happy when games that are stranded on old platforms get uh, new life on modern hardware. Yeah, that that needed uh, a way for people to play it again because yeah, that is quite beloved. But how much mm-hmm. are they charging for that game? It will probably be if if we're being real, <laughs> it'll probably be seventy dollars. God damn! Uh, they EA will probably did... give it the uh, the Tears of the Kingdom tax. Ooh, didn't didn't EA just pull everything? EA just it? pulled all their FIFA games because oh, they okay. lost the FIFA license. Mm-hmm. Um, they, their new soccer is FC. Um, and they have they they pulled the digital library of all the old FIFA games. So mm. I don't know why. I don't. Know, I shouldn't say I don't want. Well, I don't want to know why anyone would want to go back and play those because I like going back and play old games I like. And maybe sure. if you really like FIFA, you want to go back and be like, oh, remember what it was like in 2011 or whatever. So I remember um, when Hester was good. Remember when David <laughs> Hester was when, good? When we had Erlacher and uh, it was before I didn't realize I didn't know how to run and Captain Toad. <laughs> What, what, what are the chances they they put a team on just ripping all the FIFA branding out of those games and then putting them back on the market? I'd do it. Just right. like yeah, putting like a or just like putting like a sensor, like a nudie sensor on. <laughs> uh, True Mando with a five dollar dono. Thank you so much, True Mando. Forget game difficulty. Here's the real question: What did Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey eat on their first date? Spaghetti what was it? Slightly ranch. <laughs> Spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah. It was probably Italian. If they went to a restaurant, I bet it was Italian. So it was Italian. Yep. Yeah. Did you Lady know that? Lady the Tramp style. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They had like a, a big a big fettuccine. Of the two, which is the lady, which is the tramp? Hmm. I don't know I him. He's definitely so a tramp. I, okay. <laughs> like in a good way. In a good way. Right. I in a good know. way. He hosted SNL. He's fine. He did? Yeah, he hosted SNL after they won the Super Bowl. I don't know that year. man. Like, I I know he's yeah, getting like, tons of shine from his like dating life. I don't. Yeah, know it is funny because player. he's now like, look, look, she started dating this scrub, and I'm like, he's like, incredibly famous in the football world. Like, he hosts he hosts Saturday Night Live. Um, he oh, also no. has a podcast with his brother. His brother, the two brothers played each other in the Super Bowl. Oh, uh, so that was that guy. Okay, yeah, I remember seeing yeah. that. Right. 
Um, you're not, you're he, not like uh, the Brady fans, are you? Where they're like, Brady's wife. Like, excuse me, that is Giselle. She is, <laughs> she's worth more than him. <laughs> no, no, no. I am of the two of them. I am very much. I'm, I've been uh, pro T Swift for much okay. longer than I've been pro Travis Kelsey. Um, but uh, yeah, the two the two Kelsey brothers have a podcast, and it just was one of those like, oh, it just overnight became the most popular podcast on earth because everyone's like, oh my god, Taylor Swift's new guy has a podcast. What's he going to talk god, about? Damn. Probably talks about tackling <laughs> with big stiff arms. Protein. <laughs> talks about protein. Talks about field goals. Uh, now they'll talk about Nick, feelings. Oh my god, feeling goals! Get the fuck out of here. Uh, Nick Noel, five dollar dono as well. Thank you so much. I liked the part of the podcast where Marty talked about talking about talking about Starfield, and now we're talking about the talking about who watches the Watchmen. Nick Noel. There's really no way of knowing. Uh, Trumando again with a dollar ninety nine dono. In spite of himself, Frost will always be competitive. That's probably what killed it. <laughs> you did. You, you, yeah. When you reach your when you reach your competitive goals enough times, and you're just like, all right, what's next? And that's so like I, I've just gone away from ranked, and it's like, eh, I'll, I'll be better at something else. How's Rogue Company doing? Can we go back to that game ever? Honey Money brought it up in the chat. I hope it's dead. I had. I'm, why do I have fond memories of Rogue Company? What's going on? Because that's true. That game was fun. We we tried to play it one time and it like shit the bed and we swore it off for. We never gave it a second chance after that. Really <laughs> we were like, how it's dare you? And we just never. The thing went was back. like, I didn't need to get like whatever. You could change the meta or anything. I just think we literally couldn't get it. Yeah, like it, game. it just wouldn't load up. Yeah, like it, something was going on. The servers might have been right? down. Yeah, it must have been. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why we took it so personally. I think it was because of Honey Money. Honey Money was selling us on. <laughs> yeah, on Honey Money was our shirt. Not being the wave anymore. Yeah, she wanted us to play that Dead by Daylight, and we would never. We would never. We're standing behind Casey on this one. It. Although Perfect. probably in October, we're probably gonna play some of these spooky games. <laughs> I'll, I'll be around if you guys play Dead by Daylight, but I would like to not play that game. What about Texas, Texas Chainsaws? Uh, is that game like Dead by Daylight? Yes, it's it worse, is. Worse, apparently. So. I do not want to play that game. What about what about Prop Hunt? That's not like Dead by Daylight, but I like that Prop Hunt game. That's like Prop the Ghost Hunt, Hunt thing, right? Yeah, yeah. What about that game? That game, yeah, the right. Ghost one. Ghost one's good. It's not top of my list, but it's fine. Um, True Mando. No, I already read Tremendo. Nick the OG, $2 dono. Thank you so much. Winning with 1% HP or 100% loot's all the same, Casey. See, I don't I don't see the world in that way. Like it's would you would though. you cheat in a race? Huh? Is that yeah, cheating though? I'm I'm just saying like if you get the prize whether you I'm win faster? normally or whether you cheat, are you still satisfied with that prize? I couldn't be. That's the kind of person I am. I'm not judging wow. you. Wow. I'm telling you the kind of person I am. Is you're a dirty cheater. <laughs> Damn. I'm not well, passing judgment you know, on the way you. I see you I'm, like, I'm not passing judgment on you guys who love to cheat. <laughs> but this me. man hits every Goomba in Mario. <laughs> every Koopa. Yeah, he gets a Goomba genocide achievement at the end no, of it. This is why car, the Karma Trains come around for you on Dokapon. <laughs> Yo, Dokapon's so, kicking my ass for real. <laughs> so, that's a hard game, quote unquote. I still my can't God, believe that, that game is just like life. I still can't believe they made you give away a whole city <laughs> for no reason. That was oh, insane. Wow. I'm a generous uh, guy. Yeah. Genuinely insane. Uh, and then Paul with a dollar, do- uh, $2 donation and a dollar donation. Then he got a couple comments. Nick died to the easiest boss in the game. So waiting two years for the Dark Souls 2 backlog is so, so good. 
Uh, and then also Jack whining about the Iron Keep and then being the boss of Dark Souls 2 is in a nutshell. Thanks for the great content this year. Thank you so much, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Who's your favorite Paul? Paul McCartney? I mean, Paul, Paul, the donation Paul is my number one. Uh, Paul McCartney is he Paul number two? Wall. Paul Wall. Okay. <laughs> Paul Walker. Oh, Eric Paulson. Paul, Paul Walker. Really not my favorite Paul. I have an uncle I, named Paul. I, I have a cousin named Paul. <laughs> I should okay. probably put him higher on that list of Pauls. Okay. So, okay, real Pauls. Paul Rudd's pretty good. Paul George Lucas says good. Jake and Logan Paul. How do we get it? George Lucas out of here. What are we doing? It's, it's about time. A winged, uh, a winged potato with dollar ninety nine dono. Cheating and not getting caught is the real skill. Yeah, if you're a burglar, that, that's a kakaguri. There you go. Yeah. A kakaguri. Kakaguri. The, yeah. the, gambling, the gambling anime, where it's not oh. about winning or losing; it's about who can cheat and not get caught. I did not know what was going on there. That was very confusing. <laughs> Uh, and then King Dad been member for thirty five months in the tip chart. Casey, I'm not judging. Also, Casey, not playing my way is cheating. I never said judgment. that. Don't put words in it, my mouth. It's it's the moral speedometer. Where uh, if you're driving, anyone that drives slower than you is needs to be off the road. Yeah, they're a maniac. And anybody that drives faster than you, yeah, is and I, just the speed I go is correct. See that that's <laughs> the, the thing. This this is kind of why these sorts of difficulty discussions always devolve. Because when you, when you're having a conversation, it does not need to include anyone else in mm-hmm. what you think about the conversation. They still insert themselves into it. Like I told you, sure. I'm not judging the way anyone's plays it. I'm saying the way I like to experience and play those games. It's this this whole tirade is about me. <laughs> it's about me. Just, no one else. Maybe maybe he could name the characters a bit better. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I did not get filtered. I mean, I, I kind of did get filtered because I cannot tell like which character's which if you say it's this one starting with an m i'm like i don't know so sure. elden ring yeah elden ring yeah all those games <laughs> we were yeah. playing dark souls 2 and there was a market in that as well and a milani oh. or some nonsense neat they just love those names or a molly there's also yeah, a patches there's also i think a it's because beca- of miyazaki it starts with an m ends with an i all of them yeah so every time, maybe he has like, it's like 50 first dates and he just forgets that he did everything. The previous day he thinks he's making like a completely original game. And you're like, no, no one, no one tell him that this is just the same shit as last time. Oh, I've created an idea for a character. He's kind of a scoundrel named Patches. And someone's oh. like, but, no, no, don't say anything. You're going to ruin this whole house of cards. You're going to freak what, him out. What, what happened to the memory? Cause in like, in the middle of it, he's like, but it's got a spider body. Something happened. <laughs> yeah, what happened? Like, Maybe he just saw a spider in the shower that morning and got really scared. And it's like, we got to make patches. I'm just happy yeah. sleeping very well. Yeah. What if there was a, a, a fuck you swamp and it was just full of poison? They're like, oh, great. First idea ever. That's incredible. <laughs> incredible. No one tell him. Uh, Do what, what, you want to go over stuff we've been playing and watching? I think uh, we've talked about a lot of stuff we've been playing and watching, but I'm sure we got did, more. Did you get King uh, Dead's? Yeah. Oh, what King did say? Yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah. Casey, I'm not judging. And then also Casey, not playing my way is not cheating. Okay. There we go. Did King Dead have more? No, no. I'm just making sure. I we should have to read every King Dead message. We should halt the podcast and read every King Dead message until the end of the show. Yeah, At Fungus Finder. Can't trust anyone with two first names. He's got a point. Yeah. Uh, is that Paul Wall? Paul Wall? <laughs> no, Wall's Kevin not James. We can Wall's always not trust a... Kevin James. I mean, oh, I think he's a big, I think from? he's a big old Republican. <laughs> I don't think we can trust Kevin James. No, James. Kevin James is having a resurgence right now. I noticed that one I picture. I don't get it. Yeah, that's that's what's so great about that is because 
there is nothing to get. <laughs> like it's happening because it's funny and that's it. That's where yeah. the story ends. Yeah. I feel like this is like people eager for the meta where it's like, are we doing this now? I guess we're doing this now. Right. Well, it's, it's funny because I did see, so this, that image kept going around in goofs and then someone posted like, oh, but look who he donated money to. And everyone's like, we don't give a shit. This isn't yeah, about like that's Kevin not James. about that at all. <laughs> this isn't about, no one's like, oh, this guy is our new hero. Everyone's like, look how fucking dumb this is. And like our 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 fucking decaying brains are trying to like grasp one like modicum of enjoyment and it comes out as this complete non sequitur that we will all forget about. And then years from now, someone will be like, Remember that Kevin James thing? Like, yo, it was the Arthur Fist, Kevin James. Yes. Exactly. You could be like, you could say like anything of like, did you know in that Arthur scene afterwards, he he hurled a racial slur at his classmate? And I'd be like, I don't care. That's not oh, the fist thing. I've, I've got an Arthur clip to show you. Oh, no. Does it involve what I just said? Because um, sort of. that, that was a new scenario. Getting um, vibes. <laughs> if, if you remind me, I will find that clip and I'll post it in our chat and you'll, you'll understand okay. why. Why it's related. <laughs> is it a real clip or is it one of those? It's a fake real things? clip. It's a real clip. Okay. Gotcha. Is it like the is it like the the penis in the Disney movies? No. Or like the sex in the air? <laughs> no. So Ron just kinda looked up like, what's going on here? You know, the penis and the sex in the air. You know, that penis <laughs> castle and all those sex flowers. <laughs> You know exactly. You you gave it more details. You threw me out. You fucking hung me out to dry, and you knew exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm gonna go first and tell you what I've been playing. Resident Evil Four separate ways. It's a great, great piece of DLC for Resident Evil Four remake. It's highly recommended. I don't like talking about value, but it's ten dollar DLC, and it's like a six hour campaign. Ooh. It's like a six hour truncated greatest hits, just zooping and zooping through Resident Evil 4 Remake. Um, is this I like think it's really... new stuff or is this like a recreation of an older DLC just like RE4's older game? Yes, it was. Uh, it is like the Ada Wong campaign and it was a part of the original Resident Evil 4 on GameCube. However, it's much more fleshed out and huh. and sort of different, different uh, oriented and uh, Ada has like different moves. She has a grappling hook, which is used in both traversal, like very contextual traversal, uh, but also you can upgrade it and use it to like pull shields off of dudes and so it changes how combat works um to me i just really liked the idea that it um i feel like we have been so on to the next one this year i mean every year we're like that but this year especially it's like this is the big game of the moment now we have to move on we had our this is our window for Baldur's gate now it's the starfield window now it's the lies of p window but soon it's going to be the assassin's creed window and then the spider-man window window yeah exactly exactly and so i just liked um I just like the idea that uh, uh, it just allowed me to kind of go back and be like, man, Resident Evil Remake was really fucking good, um, which is, I don't know, just a nice reminder to have at some points. And it may, leaves me really curious about what they're going to do next, because uh, so without spoiling it, the kind of stinger at the end is like, where are they going to take this weird remake train? Like, what game are they going to do next? And are they going to change things? Like, are the remakes going to start really veering off because they're getting to a point where they're going to be remaking games that were bad? And like, <laughs> instead of like I remaking like... Hardcore classics. Um, oh. So they, yeah, that's great. They already skipped the. Did they? Much sure they skipped Code Veronica. Okay, but was that like integral between, or is was kind of like a off? That was like I mean yeah, it wasn't a numbered one. So yeah, it, it was like a side right, thing so. that launched on the Dreamcast. Um, but the whole thing is that well, if you 
you've already done one, two, three, and four, so now you have to do five, which leads into six, and this is where the series became very westernized and, like, inspired by Call of Duty and lost its survival horror and just became a giant clusterfuck. See, if they just, like, did another six and was like, all right, this is a better game now. We're just going to do it better now. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. I don't know. Did you say Toad Veronica? T- Toad Veronica? I That's said Toad Veronica, but I like oh, the idea. I'm scary. now thinking of like Toad in like an Antarctic base. Oh, and Toad Veronica is a Mario character. I was like, I also heard Toad Veronica. <laughs> you might have said Toad Veronica. <laughs> it's very possible. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I think about Toad a lot. There's that thing of like, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? Never. How often do I think about Toad? A weird amount. <laughs> like more than I should. I think about Toad. Um, Keegan Michael Key, second breast, uh, second uh, most uh, creative person on Key and Peele. Jordan Peele was number one. <laughs> I just had to rank him. He was really good though. It's like it's fine to be number two to like a genius, huh? Yeah, you you might be right. <laughs> like that, that's yeah, what I, he was that's just, what happens yeah. in the bear. Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. Uh, what's his name? Adam Carmen. Yeah, Chris Poulter. <laughs> Will Poulter. Will Poulter, God, yeah, get, yeah. Do you know what's gonna happen? You know what he's gonna be when he dies. Will Poulter, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of some spookies, I watched No One Will Save You on uh, Hulu. Uh-huh. New horror movie, horror movie of the year, gets the Darren recommendation. Darren did a uh, in the frame on it earlier this week. Mm. Uh, this incredible ninety-minute um, alien invasion movie that takes place predominantly in in one house. Uh, and uh, the big thing about the movie is there is one line of spoken dialogue in it. Uh, the rest is a completely uh, not silent performance because the movie has sound and everything, but a character is mostly alone, and so it is a nonverbal performance. Uh, that so is this fucking. Character, this character can speak. She, she can speak, it. but is just alone for a majority of the movie. I mean, and, I talk to myself all the time. I think that's weird that you would go. Yeah, all but day if there's aliens creepy crawling so. in your house, you're not going to be like, oh, Casey, what do we do? We're hiding in the closet. There's aliens out there. Shut the fuck up. Hey, you like hit the alien and run down the stairs you're gonna be like skirt and like well, no you're just gonna run down the stairs because there might be more down there yeah. casey the type of dude who goes up in the air and legs be flying before he takes off yeah, oh yeah, i'm sorry wasn't <laughs> so darren recommendation for the year wasn't barbarians his spooky last year that was spooky last year right around right, so I, got, I gotta go in here with big old cube of salt ready yeah because that was, that was a little something oh you didn't like barbarian not that I didn't like it. It's it's more so I don't get why so many did. It's like, do we just have an affinity for Justin Long or? <laughs> Dare does he's like the he's a pride of Ireland. I was gonna say he's like the the a national treasure, but he's not Irish. Yeah, <laughs> I like Justin Long. <laughs> yeah, but it's like that thing how Germans love Hasselhoff. Like that just happens. They do? Yeah, yeah. Germans he love released like a Hasselhoff. music album or something over there yeah. and just <laughs> has mm. been loved ever since. Yeah, yeah, it's like how like the Japanese love Tommy Lee Jones. I mean, I also love Tommy Lee Jones, but they like really love Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, it, it wasn't. Uh, I didn't like it. I just, I just didn't understand uh, why so many people loved it as much as they did. So yeah. that's what left me because he seemed so excited, and I was like, he's never left. He's never steered me wrong, he's wrong. Darren. But then I saw the Barbarians, which he did like, and Bullet Train, which he didn't. So I was like, all right. I Barbarian it. is much more of I understand certain people not liking uh, Barbarian. As George Lucas says, you were filtered from Barbarian. I, I was filtered. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, to be fair, in, in movies, I do have a phone filter. 
Yeah. Well, I'm like, don't go down there. Don't don't go down. Go up. Oh, the reception. This movie is mostly good decisions. And even oh, the decisions you question, they explain why she made certain decisions. Um, but um, yeah, it's really good. It's uh, starring uh, Caitlin Deaver, who um, is just this incredible young actress who was like on a season of Justified. She was in a movie called Short Term 12. She was in that show Dope Sick recently. She played uh, Nathan Drake and Elena's daughter in the epilogue of Uncharted 4. For all of you Uncharted 4 epilogue fans out there, I, I still need to play that. I, I have that somewhere in here. I still need to watch it. You, know. <laughs> you just got to wait till the fourth movie and she'll be in the last scene. She'll be like 45, oh, yeah. but playing their teenage daughter. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no one, no one will save you. Recommend it. It's on Hulu in the States, uh, Disney plus in the sheets. I don't know wherever like Hulu's not a thing over overseas. Uh, uh, quintuple with $2 dono. Second terrible Marty joke. I lulled that this year. That's a, bad percentage on my if that's if quintuples lift left only twice in 10 months this year that is a whew, wow yeah, there's a low shooting percentage you gotta get Maybe that kind of condition yeah. yeah i gotta be more careful with my jokes uh, or we should keep doing what i say is oh, that I'm we sorry. do reclaim design wants to know what was the movie <laughs> oh no one will save you i'll put a link i usually put links to things but um it is it is a film it's uh which is like the you know it's like a it's like a TV show, but contained. Here, here it is. No one will save you. There you go. That might go to the forty-four second mark of it for some reason, but fucking scroll to the beginning. I'm not your dad's, whatever. <laughs> um, and then uh, the last thing I want to talk about. I only started last night, so I can't. I can't dig too far in. Do either of you have you either of you guys heard of Void Stranger? No. Like I got an email about, about it a while ago. Yeah. Um, in it. It's a Sokoban. Uh some uh sorry, some say, folks say that again it's a what it's so it's a sokoban casey fucking get on the sokoban train or <laughs> I, get off this is the first time i've heard this you're term. getting filtered from fucking sokoban, yeah, talk. For sokoban it's those games where you just like push a thing it's tile based and you push a thing until you can get out of the room or whatever yeah it's kind of like yeah. it's like a, a puzzle game where it's like top down it almost looks like a, a grid like an old zelda game but you're trying to like maneuver yourself through like little levels okay i didn't know this was like a, a whole thing it's a, bur- it's a burgeoning cottage industry genre. Burgeoning. <laughs> First game I, I played on PC was Mickey's something Mickey. But yeah, it was Sokoban. It's like, yeah. whoa. People okay. love their Sokobans. Anyways, uh, Void Stranger uh, is uh, uh, apparently the game. I just put the link to it is the game that uh, as you keep going, it starts off as that. And then uh, it is apparently a um, very much a disruptive game. People are saying in the Again, describing the thing kind of ruins, ruins it, it, but okay. people are comparing I think I, I'm it to what you mean. Uh, people uh, are comparing <laughs> it to games like Undertale and Doki Doki Literature Club and it's a book. Frog <laughs> Fractions. Uh, no, it's not a book. It's just a subversive <laughs> game. That's the thing that got me with Doki. It's like fuck. It's literature. <laughs> <laughs> it's literature. Get out of here. Um, to uh, to to give you an example, I uh, was I, I started up the game last night, and you um, there's like a short cutscene. You enter this labyrinth that we keep going down in different uh, uh, different small puzzle levels, uh, and then I made it to a certain point, and I found a tree, and it said, "Would you like to rest at the tree?" And I said, "Yes," and it said, um, "Your mind uh, drifts off to a faraway place," and the game shut down. And I was like, well, that's not good. <laughs> Why did that happen? And then I loaded the game up and it was a visual novel. 
and it well, I was like, this is not the game I was playing. <laughs> and so that is kind of the, I'm back now at I my like Sokopan. It I'm is back literature. now my, I'm back at my Sokopan, uh my my Sokopan kingdom. Uh and uh it has become several different things now. And everyone I have a few friends who've been playing it and I talked to and they're like, How far in? are you and i'm like about about two hours am i like nearing the end and they're like we're at hour 70 and you will not believe what happens in this game (laughs) and i'm like what and so this is the like i kind of want to remember how a couple weeks ago with uh to talk about starfield about talking about starfield about talking about starfield yeah i was like i just want to experience what the end game of what the, the the new game plus thing is with this, I'm like, I think I'm going in on Void Stranger to figure out what this game is. Uh, it has been compared to Tunic in terms of being sort of a Metroid Brainia of you are going to replay earlier levels and be like, this is not what I thought uh, this was. Uh, this there are things real intrigued. I, yeah. yeah, I got um, to. So, yeah, put it in chat again. Void Strangers. Um, I don't have this is I've only played the game two hours last night. So let me um, let me let me formulate some more thoughts and I'll get back to everyone next week with a full either a recommendation or I was lied to. <laughs> yeah, like similar to games you've played and it's got Return of the Oberdin and Papers, Please. This is getting poked. This is by the Pope. Pope recommendations. This, yeah. Yeah. Jeff Keighley himself. Dorito Pope. Oh, Lucas Pope. Oh, sorry. <laughs> So was, was, was this the game that fell onto your radar by your normal just at like you don't know how you got your library no, or I saw someone shared a PC gamer article. Okay. Um and it's the I believe the tweet was um do not read anything about Void Stranger just play it and I was like intrigued. I will read uh-huh. a little bit about it because I don't trust because it is $11 and I don't trust I don't I feel like $10 might be the block might be no. my like blind threshold <laughs> same because i, I was like I'm gonna, I'm gonna look through the reviews but i'm not actually gonna read them 70 hours 86 hour review yeah. mark 58 67 these people are putting time in this game. this game only came out september 1st so i guess a month ago but wow, um, month ago. wow. yeah all we'll right see. so maybe it's maybe sokoban likes become the big thing or maybe we're being lied to is it spooky <laughs> You never said yeah, it was spooky. Uh, <clears throat> so far, nothing spooky has happened. It's been um, it. it uh, there's a sense of unease. I've had to uh, do things in puzzle rooms that I didn't feel good about, <laughs> and I don't oh. know if there's ways to not do it. Oh, what does yeah. that mean? Like what? Dodging yeah. taxes? What are you doing? You jaywalking <laughs> in this room? Like... Uh, no, I've, uh, I've I've killed some women <laughs> in the puzzle rooms. <laughs> And I don't know how to save them. And I made a mistake once. And usually when you restart a puzzle, everything refreshes. And uh, I tried to restart the puzzle and it again booted me out of the game. And when I loaded the game up, it was something different again. (laughs) I feel like, yeah, I'm going to check in on you, Marty, throughout the week. Because I feel like... This is like, like a horror movie starting. What is that? Uh, what is that fucking terrible Jim Carrey movie? Like the number twenty three. Yeah, <laughs> I like this. That is movie. my this is my number twenty three. Okay, I am part of the problem. I've never seen the number twenty three. <laughs> I've just heard it's terrible, and so I call it the terrible number twenty three movie. Well, wasn't wasn't that movie like his? I might be wrong, first. but wasn't that like his first breakout yeah. dramatic role? Like it was Jim Carrey not being funny. For like the first no, time, he had, no, he's had, no, he's he's had, had non-dramatic. Man on the Moon, and oh, Man on the Moon before that. Okay, yeah, yeah and Truman Show. I mean, this Truman Show horror movie. Yeah, Truman Show could be. He's towing a line. 
we'll fucking Truman show you and see how you like it. <laughs> it was a tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm just getting Truman yeah, just, point just because you left doesn't mean it wasn't a tragedy. <laughs> yeah, that's a go. That, exactly. Uh, that's that's it for what I've been uh, consuming. Uh, uh, Casey, what have you what have you been doing? Uh, I'm playing a little bit of Cyberpunk 2077 again. Mm. Like I, I finished that game uh, close to when it first released. Uh, what is it? Two years ago now? Three? One? No. Three. Twenty. Three? End of 2020. God damn. End of 2020. Wow. Yeah. Matter of fact, I wasn't even in this office when I beat that game. <laughs> Jesus. It was, it, was, yeah, it was one of the first things I played on my Series X, and like yeah. it was, it was kind of uh, buggy, but like it was playable, and it was fine then. Right. I wasn't like super hype on it and I wasn't at all excited for it going into it because like uh, there was a lot of hype around it and I just I wasn't seeing it in motion. So like, I didn't have, you know, overblown expectations. I wasn't put off by it. It was fine. Um, <clears throat> starting it over now because I, I kind of want to like I'm starting to actually get excited for it, hearing about like all the stuff they've added, um, seeing that my boy Idris Elba is going to be uh, in the DLC. Um, <laughs> apparently, like CD Projekt Red suggested, like folks actually start a new save rather than go to their tail end save to jump into the yeah. DLC. So, like, I did that in preparation. Like, I just made a new character, picked a new uh, beginning, and I'm having like a lot of fun. Like, I I played these missions and done this stuff before, but like, if it, it just it's a much more polished experience, and that actually makes a lot of difference in a way that I didn't expect it to. Um, and also, it might be also because it's like three years ago. Uh, so, like, I don't really remember many details. I know, like, broad strokes and stuff. But yeah. like, it's fun. Like, the I like how the progression feels, which apparently is the thing they overhauled. Like, the way you, you put your skill points in places to get, like, little perks here and there. I don't believe that's how it worked before. But it allows you to feel like uh, stuff about your character is changing a lot faster. Like, one of the first skills you can get allows you to, like... Uh, use like slow-mo in the car like you can like jump out of the car and do like slide sliding shooty stuff uh in slow motion it's like that's just fun as shit <laughs> and that's just really fun to do and i feel like that's like fulfilling their promise of like those demos like those early demos yeah. of like what this game can be yeah so like I'm, I'm having a good time i haven't i haven't been able to play as much of it as i want but uh, I'm I'm gonna play as far as I can get until Phantom Liberty Liberty comes out, and then I'll just run in to do that because I, I I don't think I want to play the whole thing over. I wonder how long before it becomes uh, socially unacceptable to beat up on a game on day one because the excuse will be just wait for it. Like we'll have enough redemption stories to be like get off of it, get off of this game. Man. Yeah, yeah. So I'm wondering I'm wondering how long. We I'm not going to knock it. If it's good now, it's good now, right? But that does fuel more into someone, that, like, ah, it'll be a good someone one Someone pointed out a really, you like, cool detail in, like, the trailer, like, starring, like, actual Idris Elba, not Idris Elba in the game, but Idris Elba, like, has, like, this this big trailer where he's, like, saying, like, a bunch of stuff. Is that, like, live-action one where he's on a train? Yeah. Is, yeah. He, is he on a train? I thought he was, like, in a, a nightclub or something. Oh, maybe it was a night, uh, it's like but, a uh, nightclub on wheels. <laughs> Well, it's like it, it looks like a cyberpunky setting or whatever. He just mm -hmm. was just talking and he, they he says at the end uh, something about like how uh, you get like you got to play the game. But remember, the game is fixed. 
and those are the last words he says. The game is fixed, and like that's the, really the funny. tweet was like, I can't believe they got away with this. We just put in yeah. that line at the te- at the tail end of this trailer, because like, yo, yeah. that's kind of dope <laughs> that they just tell you, hey, the yeah. game is fixed now. <laughs> yourself up, bro. Yeah, that's really funny. I thought that was really cool. Um, no, it is funny because yeah, and I think that is a good point, Frost. That um, years from now, all these games that that might I mean, not all of them. I don't think Redfall is going to have this redemption story, but I bet Starfield is <laughs> going to be beloved at a certain point. Um, although I don't know if like the actual again the nuance will ever get there, but um, yeah, I think these games will will ultimately reach a point because if we well, as we were talking about with Baldur's Gate, it took them three years of early access to be able to launch in the state they did so you know cyberpunk had that too didn't they ostensibly they just did if they would have just put early access on it three years ago maybe the conversation right now would be different (laughs) that's a good point (laughs) yeah uh james morgan with a dollar 99 dono matrix path of neo handed difficulty uh interestingly did you guys ever play this one no no that was the second one there was that was the second enter the matrix where you didn't play as neo and Correct, and Neo you had Neo in it. Yeah, and Enter mm-hmm. the Matrix was the one that like took place between the two movies, and you played as like Jada Pinkett and, uh, and uh, what was that guy? The other name? guy, he was other Ghost. Guy. Was his character's name, but Ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that game. A lot. Uh, and they actually had scenes like filmed, like the yeah, Wachowski had like alternate scenes, scenes from the movies in it. Yeah, whereas Path of Neo allowed you to play as Neo, which you couldn't do in the other one, and sort of was like, we'll retell the movies, but then also change the story. Um, kind of to make it more video gamey. Uh, if I remember correctly, the difficulty was the game starts in what I think was that, um, that like sort of the office lobby from the first movie where there's like, you know, the kick-ass gunfight in that lobby. Uh, and you fight waves of enemies and they get progressively harder and harder, like uh, tougher enemies. And depending on how far you get in that initial bout, it sets your difficulty which after the first level i think could be changed but it is like literally testing you huh. and then without telling you saying this is how difficult the game will be um like this we think this is what you will enjoy because you either got fucking leveled immediately by these dudes <laughs> or you really held your own and you like a challenge um that's really cool actually yeah bring it back um, to Re- yeah. Go, like, bring it back to resident evil 4 it also resident evil 4 famously the original one had this um sort of behind the scenes difficulty system like a dynamic difficulty that would um sort of keep trying to have you be right on the edge of a knife so it would scare if if you were doing too many headshots it would tell the enemies to start blocking their heads with weaponry if it felt like you had too much ammo it would start making ammo scarce as you went on Mm. if it felt like you had too much health it would start taking away green herbs from certain locations and then it would do the opposite if you're having a tough time it would um start adding ammo to caches and start adding uh, healing stuff but never really told you that it was like an orchestration Mm -hmm. yeah uh and then quintuple with a 20 dollar donation thank you so much quintuple sorry marty i like all your goofs you shouldn't (laughs) say that because some of them are fucking awful and i'm ashamed of them so (laughs) You're clearly lying, and I don't like it, but I appreciate the donation. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, do you have anything else, Casey? We'll see. Uh, oh, and to let people know, I think everyone knows uh, Jesse is out tonight, so there is no. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry, there is no, no uh, quiz for Assassin's yeah. Creed, um, and we we have not fully committed to the next game we're playing yet, anyhow. So 
keep keep an ear out for for when mm-hmm. we I guess tell you that. Yeah, uh, but Jesse yeah, other, the Yarnum. Just say what? Jesse to the Yarnum. It, it Jesse the Yarnum. He's playing it Jesse to the Poison Swamp. Just he put him in different Poison Swamps. Yeah, but like, what? What on earth would he learn <laughs> from Bloodborne? That's true. Oh, I forgot. That's right. They're education centric. He'd learn how to pronounce Yusefka. <laughs> That's a tough name to pronounce. Uh, I mean, you handled it pretty well. Thank you. Um, yeah. Other other than uh, Cyberpunk, um, I have been. I, I've gone back to One Piece anime, the anime, yeah. um, and. I didn't realize this when I stopped watching it, like when I took my break, but the the very next episodes were filler episodes that introduced the movie of One Piece Red. Interesting. Yeah. So like I watched those two episodes and was like, wait, this has nothing to do with where I left off. And like, so and like, it was like kind of halfway through before I realized like, oh, this is like way different from, this is just a, a whole side thing. So. It got his hooks in me because normally I would skip anything that I know is filler in One Piece because I'm like, this, there's way too much to watch for me to waste my time on stuff that's not, uh, that doesn't matter to the story. So, but I had already started, like there was like some, a couple of mysteries introduced that I was intrigued by. I was like, all right, let me just see how this plays out. But those two episodes only do setup. So like it ends and it's like, there's a question that is asked and there are events that are posed and it's like, I don't know what the hell happened here. I guess I got to watch the movie. So I tuned into One Piece Red, and that was a good-ass freaking anime movie. Like, it does not tie in. Well, they actually, they the events could have happened in the canon t- timeline, but if they never reference them at all in it, it also kind of makes sense. Yeah. So, like, take that or leave it if, like, you're real particular about that sort of thing because a lot of animes their movies just won't have anything to do with it but the new school is like our, our movies are core to the story now and like folks seem to love that quite a bit but one piece is you know one of the old heads so they're like yeah our, this we don't want this to get in the way of the manga story um and but like the the little side story that they told was like actually very interesting like the the characters were dope the the difference in quality and i, I had said before that uh where One Piece is now with the Wano arc and the Kaido fight and stuff, like they upped their art style dramatically. Like it looks a lot better than everything that came before it. But the movie budget makes that even look like kids play. Like when they when they spend that movie money on on anime uh, art, like it is freaking amazing. Like some of the stuff is CG, but like it's high quality CG. Um, the like the fight scenes are like super bombastic and all that stuff. Um, half of it is like a music video, like, cause one of the main characters is like a pop star in it. So like, she has a number of like really cool, like music things that happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I was, I was like, my mouth was kind of agape by, by the end of that movie, but I'm like, yo, this is fucking awesome. And like, have I been missing out by like skipping all like the side stuff and like these one piece movies? Cause this, this is literally the first one piece movie that I've watched. Like I've been watching the series for years. Oh, there's now. a shit out of them. Yeah. There's right? a lot. A couple of them, a couple of them are all on Netflix now as well because you know the show is out and like they're, there's just all this One Piece content out. So I may just go down a rabbit hole of just catching up on all the One Piece movies because like even though they're not central to the actual like ongoing story, like they're like self-contained little adventures and like yeah, they're a good ass time. Like Red was really good. I always dug the the Dragon Ball movies, Dragon Ball Z movies that were like 
These don't. These yeah, don't those matter. Are, oh, that, that yeah, those are kind of the same. Speaking cool, of cool. the live action. <laughs> oh no, I did not dig that one. No, 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 no. no. Uh, whereas that's way different than like the you know something like Mugen Train, the the you know which is kind of required viewing for yeah, like Demon you have Slayer. to see that in order to yeah yeah or the uh, Jujutsu Kaisen movie. Which Frost have you been watching Jujutsu Kaisen? I've been watching Jujutsu Kaisen in a way, yeah, with, with as much tension as I could give it. I'll be honest, this this is me being as normie as possible, probably not, like even a weirder outlier normie. I was mostly there for uh, Sukuna, bad dude inside him. Mm-hmm. Ain't got much of him. Yeah, uh, they ain't got none of him. So it's less like, of a, a, a thing. Yeah, I'm like I, I get Gojo, but I didn't like him like that. So yeah, people are obsessed with Gojo. Like I, I'm not like Team God. Gojo. Yeah, and and I hate that about like like yeah, you, you love him because yeah. he's Superman. Like he just has no weaknesses and can beat anyone like with no effort. Like that's why he's your favorite. Yeah. Like it, it didn't even even though it is his backstory, it didn't go deep into him. Mm-hmm. That was the other thing. I'm like, okay, so he's he's still one of the strongest here, and he's still hot. Is that what you're about? <laughs> You know, a lot of character there. growth. Yeah, a lot of character <laughs> growth here. Like you get the bandanas, but that's just because you're even stronger now. So I don't know. Yeah, I, it feels. It just feels like it's a it's a whole different thing to what I started with. Um, yeah, it was alright. It was okay. I think not what I, not is, what I was just super overhyped. Like that show was fine. I don't. I don't know what the hype levels are like. It's just in rotation, you know. Jujutsu Kaisen, Demon Slayer, Attack on Titan, whatever's coming through, mm-hmm. I'm down. But this one, I was just like, hmm. I was, I was looking. I was wondering if I even watched the real, like the right thing, <laughs> you know? Because sometimes it's, it's like a, uh, just a different name for the same series, but elsewhere and not attached to it. And I was just like, did I get this right? What's, what's going on here? Might make me read more manga. God dang it! Oh <laughs> like the way, no! Why these you to read? Are, we you know, hate that. It's just pictures, Marty. Okay, it's fine. In the opposite direction. <laughs> be fine. Pictures going backwards down the street. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it, was, it was interesting. Super heartfelt kind of stuff. It almost it almost makes me feel like they're. Is it considered one of the big ones? I'm out of that conversation. Is it? Yeah, it's it's really popular right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I feel like it's not it's quite crazy. on the Attack on Titan Demon Slayer level, but it's. No, I'm talking big three. Is uh, it considered big? Big three is not even like a real thing anymore. Oh, that's that not was what One Piece, Naruto, and Bleach. Those were the big three. No, Something it was. Like it it was never Naruto. It was like. Wasn't it Dragon Ball? Yeah, and... it was like Dragon Ball Z, One Piece, and Bleach. Oh, okay. So I don't know, but yeah, it feels like it has all the makings of, of someone trying to fill in the spot of a big three. But I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't really buy it. It's okay. Is alright. Yeah, I agree. It's okay. Okay. If you like Gojo, you're gonna you're gonna freaking love it. If you're like me and you wanted more to see what the conflict of you know the whole blasted demon inside of this uh, kid who didn't want it in there, well, it's not really there. So that's what you, I don't know what Jujutsu Kaisen is about. It's, it's about a demon. Uh, it's like boy. Pokemon. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, I was. I, you could have said yes, and I'd be like, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's, it's, like just, it's just like Pokemon. I, I guess uh, the main concept is there's uh, these bad vibes that come off of humans, and these bad vibes can manifest into demons, and so these guys have special powers, and they can go in and fight them off and clear them out. They're, 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 they're like exorcists. They're oh, ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah but then cool it's like there's a school for exorcists. But of mm. course, that school trains them to also fight other exorcists. I don't know. It's it's Naruto, but instead of ninja wars, it's ghost wars. 
right? Yeah. It's like every other effing anime out there. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, we'll take this same. one thing and everyone in the world is really into this one thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, everyone really much. likes being a pirate. Pretty much. But, uh, but usually there's like, you know, uh, they're in on the action. There's this just random kid who happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time and he ends up eating like one of the most potent and powerful curses that's ever been. It doesn't straight up kill him. Instead, he his body is like possessed with one of the strongest curses that's ever existed. And they're like, well, we still have to find, we still have to find the other 19 fingers and then we have to kill you. Mm. And, and that's, this is the story right now is as they're hunting down these fingers and he's got, he's got the demon inside of him and how he sort of like, I'd almost say like solves puzzles with, with these circumstances that he's under. And it's been, it's been really interesting to watch at least the first season, but the second one is just more so, I guess, flat story, just the story of these exorcists and, you know, the lore behind them. So you yeah, don't, you, you don't, you don't really see the kid and you don't see the demon. I feel like those are like two very different muscles is let's introduce you to a world and its mechanics and what's going on here. And then, all right, you know this now we need to tell a story. And I feel like sometimes it's almost the other way around sell at one or like the first, the beginning one is the story. The second one is a lot of like, this is how it works. Like oh. it tells you how Gojo's powers work and, and how he about. uses them. Yeah. Cause you know, he's kind of, he's kind of a mystery in the first season, right? It's like, he's their teacher and like everyone in that world respects him and like his enemies fear him. And he's just a known entity who can get away with murder because he's so amazing. And it's like, all right, we'll hearing about how cool Gojo is. And I guess the second season actually goes back and like he here's who that person is and why they're so amazing and it's like can we finish the story you started yeah <laughs> it's not yeah. even that though because it's not like oh here here's him when he was pathetic no he was cool yeah, he's, he's cool still, as shit yeah. still too he's <laughs> yeah, still yeah. he's still the top dog where it's like i kind of i feel like you, you went like, let me tell you about this man but you don't go to his origin you just kind of go to like two weeks ago <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, that type of stuff. no but like i would i would highly recommend the first season and but that the second season puts me at odds because in the first one uh i don't know if it's big spoilers and whatnot but sometimes, like he's fighting the prequel, right? Yeah, second Something season zero. Prequel. Yeah, second season yeah. Is a prequel. And the yeah. the movie that came out after the first season was also a prequel. Yeah. Are they afraid to make a sequel? Are they yes. Valve? I, I, I don't know. Like, is there like maybe the manga has not continued? Oh, <laughs> uh, gotcha. I, I yeah. don't know actually. Guys, we got to stall for time. We got to figure out what's going on. <laughs> yeah. If, oh, if if no, 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 no. That's of... that's not true. The manga has definitely continued because they put a ton of spoilers on my timeline about some shit recently Fuck yeah i saw that here. too i know you what you're talking too. about yeah, yeah i saw it i was like what i thought spoiler. that i thought that was happening this season i went in and i'm like when does it happen when does it fall <laughs> i'm just this is literature <laughs> yeah but no bro I, i'm mixed i'm mixed on it i'll see what season three has to offer I, I get excited when people get excited about the animes. I like everyone crowding around being like, this is the next big thing. I'm getting excited that we that everyone gets to say goodbye to Attack on Titan, even though all the manga readers are like, it sucks. And I'm like, well, we'll see. Never, never trust manga readers, in my opinion. I wouldn't, yeah, yeah. Bunch never of, take their opinion on anything. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of fucking possibly ranchers. <laughs> just, just got filtered, bro. What yeah. Can you say? While the rest of us sophisticates are eating our garlic parm. Uh... On that note, I think we did. A, we just did full circle. That was yeah. beautiful. Um, thank you, everyone. Uh, everyone in chat who hung out uh, for that two hours of nonsense. <laughs> um, yeah, we have, uh, like I said, no stream uh, later tonight. Tomorrow we'll be back with the normal two Thursday streams. Uh, I'll be back with uh, 
Jesse and possibly Jack uh, for more Zelda at noon. And then uh, at 7 p.m. at our normal time, Casey and I should be finishing the Portal 2 DLC, co-op DLC. Yep. And maybe we'll have a, I don't know, we'll figure it out tomorrow. Maybe we'll, you just have another game downloaded and just fuck around in that or something. Yeah, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll do something. We'll fill two we'll hours. Yeah. Um, Friday, I believe, uh, Frost, you and Amy are going to be back uh, probably fi- maybe finishing Sly 1, possibly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, you'll be back Saturday morning with Will and Jermaine. No, that's that's the week after. Ooh, so this Saturday, I didn't lie to everybody. Ooh, this this Saturday is gonna be Will and I. Uh, I think we're doing Castle Crashers, and then the week after it's gonna be me, Will, Jay, and we're playing some game Will found where we're just stealing shiz. We're breaking into houses and stealing things. A little hooliganism, playing the type. <laughs> I was like, all right, sure, it's why not? GTA Online. Yeah. No, <laughs> if only. Uh, but more importantly, though, this Sunday, newly released is now going to be at 2 p.m. CT Ooh. because of the daylight savings thing. Ah. So even ah. after that, like Sly Cooper will be at 2 p.m., but that's until after this Sunday. Oh, uh, OK. Gotcha. Gotcha. This happens. Though, if you guys watch every year, you know, this kind of thing happens. So um, time zones and whatnot. Yeah, it's 2 p.m. Sunday. Don't forget. Yeah. Nice. Time zones and whatnot. Uh, what else do you got going on, Frost? As far as videos go, it's in the early access, I believe. Stuff of Legends. It's the, uh, the my interview with the Baldur's Gate three serial killer, yeah. the one that like it was going around Dexerto and and IGN, the guy that was putting all these bodies in a big Baldur's Gate three house and had everybody freaking out. That was that was, that was a good time. I like this video. Yeah, it is. And, the story is not what you think. It is very. It is very good. Nice. Yeah, it's not, not as in you don't think it's good. <laughs> no, yeah, because I thought it'd be no, very story good. is not what you think. <laughs> New thought. The video is very good. Yeah. <laughs> nice save. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then you have a new cult take. Uh, obviously, the cult take on the the get good. Um, Armored Core Six, and we promise you'll never have to talk about it again. Yeah, you don't have to watch that one. That was it was it was a trap. See, all the commenters, we're gonna seal them inside, and we're just gonna <laughs> throw them suffocate them. The yeah. yeah, we're gonna throw them into the Isle of Wight. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> right next to the to the Shrek Motel. Uh, Casey, what do you have going on? Uh, you know the huge. Uh, you can find me at Sigma Gears Nine on Twitch and Twitter and all the other places. Uh, latest episode of the Sigma Show uh, went up this Sunday. Um, search for it on your podcast listening services, etc. Uh, I should have uh, a review coming out sometime next week. I think. I think uh, I've also been writing uh, boss guides for Lies of P. Uh, I've gotten through. Yeah. Um, I'm starting with like the four major bosses who Geppetto is uh, sending you to kill. So I got uh, the the King's Flame Fulco up there. I got uh, uh, the the Archbishop. Uh, the fallen archbishop up there so like check those out search for them uh, and they should pop up in like uh, a google thing and get some tips if you need them uh, outside of that uh, I don't know Marty already mentioned all the streams that's it I can't believe a Souls game sends you to fight four bosses I think that's unheard of <laughs> absolutely unheard of there's a lot more bosses <laughs> oh no there's, you there's got tons of bosses there's yeah. so many more bosses yeah. they only Beyond. tell you they, at, at, in the first half of the game they tell you like hey these four bosses are trouble. And it took me 20 hours to get to end it. And I was like, this is about to be the end of this game. And it was like, hey, welcome to four more areas where there are likely four more bosses. And when at the end of that, that last area was like, this is actually like three areas. 
<laughs> you had Bruh. your own little void, stranger. Bruh. And then it became, and then it became like a weird anime uh, visual novel. And you're like, what's going on? Oh here? crap! Yeah. We never even talked about this. I wanted to so bad. Uh, but this, it's also a spoiler. So I don't know if we should. But like the the like the secret ending for Lies of P. That's a spoiler. Like yeah, yeah but like. It. Most people aren't going to get there, and like it's not related to. Oh, no, you're right. I'm not going to finish it after what I just heard. I'm not finishing this game. Wait, wait. Since we are at the very end of a stream, Frost, do you care? No, I don't care. No. I don't care either. Chat, <laughs> if you care about the secret ending of Lies of P, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we will see you next week. Um, if you do not care about it there are now spoilers for the secret end of lies of p you've been warned spoilers it's happening now what's going on so a character is shown from the feet oh i already read that yeah i know what you're talking about wearing red slippers that she then clicks together fuck off (laughs) no she doesn't lies Lies of d is next yeah like the, yeah. a potential Wizard of Oz sort of story in this universe, like in a connected, like a connected fairy tale universe, possibly yeah. in this style. Like this is this is I made that goof about the Transformers thing. Yes, it's just that <laughs> it's just that it's literally just that. No. No. But like it got me excited. I'm like I don't get. I think Wizard of Oz is a bad movie. I hate that fucking movie. It's got great songs. <laughs> great songs. Boring it's not gonna movie. be based on the movie, Casey. I know it's not. I know it's not based on a movie, but like I don't care Wild about that property. Wild. I don't care about that property. But see, but seeing Dorothy show up at the end of Lives of Feet set my brain like, fuck! I gotta see what this is next. This man just likes content. He's been got by the content. World. Listen, that is me and the Michael B. Jordan Rainbow Six thing. Yes. I got the end of it. I was like, fuck yeah! And then I'm like, why do I care? I'm like, no, nah, hell yeah. Give me this team up. Yeah, like I'm I'm all in for whatever the hell that is. I hope they make another game and it's just Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz. The lies of Oz. Cause he's also a liar. Yeah, he does. His whole thing's lying. His Man. nose are getting reg- his nose are staying the same size because he's just good at lying. Uh that is incredible. Uh Lies of Oz coming soon to a theater near you. And Samuel Jones, uh thanks for the stream, boys. Thank you, thank you for being a member for 32 months. That was great of you, Samuel. Uh it's still so weird to me. Uh <laughs> it wasn't a boss thing. Uh thank you guys uh so much as always for tuning in. I uh, hope you all have a great uh, rest of your night. And for uh Casey and Frost, this was Marty. This was breakout episode number one oh four. Thank you all so much. We'll see you all later. Hi, everyone. Bye. Bye.